I think they're just struggling a little bit, but they're I think they're on the right track. They're just trying to find the right fit for that uh, that roster, and then rounding out their goalies, Anton Forsberg, and on, and then they have Corpus Salo as their backup. I mean, other than that, not this really, is not really the much face. <laughs> Corpus Salo. This, this is the face. Like that is everything that a man should be. <laughs> I didn't know that the handlebar mustache was still. It's I don't know. Like that's that's if you order. It's if you order Thor off of that Timu site. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder why Thor was only seven bucks. That well, that's kind of what our podcast is. It's really like a podcast from the old Timu site. Spitting chiclets, but more of chiclets spitting. It'll get the job done for like five minutes and it's really unreliable but sometimes it'll turn on randomly like you know when you least expect it and your phone gets a notification like oh shit what the hell was this you're like oh it's those alcoholics that try to talk about sports Robert Stack, and you are listening to the Ask Casters Podcast. Hockey season. Is that you? Yes, it is. Is that you peeking over the bamble bush? <laughs> I don't know what kind of bush this is. It's you, I think. Yeah. Just oh, say hi. yes, it is. Yes, hi. Hockey. Do I smell the stinky bags of your presence <laughs> under my nose? No. Those are just my hockey gloves. Let's fucking go, boys! Hockey season, the fucking brambleberry bushes of... Uh, They've been cut, they've been pruned, we are ready for the guests and the cocktail parties. Invite your family, make sure grandma has her seat. It is NHL 2023-2024 season, Yeah. and the best thing about this season has to be there are 31 other teams that can take the place of Vegas. Yeah, I, God, I fucking hope so. I fucking hope so. Let's jump in right there. Shaw Weezy, will the champs repeat? That's the most Jerry, not geriatric. That's (laughs) lazy take. That's the most lazy question in the world. But I'm a lazy man. (laughs) Lazy question by a lazy man. Will they do it? I don't know, man. Like, it's it's so tough in any sport to repeat a championship. I mean, I know recently the Tampa Bay Lightning did that. I don't know if you want to, you know. Attribute that to the the bubble the first time, and then the championship after that. I don't know if the first one was easier because of the bubble or how you want to dictate that. I don't see Vegas repeating just because it's that difficult to do. So 
not only in hockey, but just in pro professional sports. So, and plus you have a bunch of teams vying for the cup who are, you know, cup contenders, if you will, like a Colorado, like a uh, Boston Bruins. Um, I mean, you, there's, you can, we can name several teams, uh, Tampa Bay, um, another one, Carolina. I mean, they're, t- Toronto, if they, you know, if they somehow figure out how to get, get their cap situation and their, uh, their first and second round jinx is going. But I, it's, I don't think Vegas is going to win, but I think they have a good chance of repeating uh, this year. Oh, like what, what percent would you give it? Like over 30 I'd say a twenty-one percent chance. I mean, what like out of uh, I don't out know, of a hundred percent? Yeah, I think twenty-one percent <laughs> chance. I mean, I'm just trying to think of other people's chances. Like, I don't know what the odds are because I don't. I'm not a gambling per- man person. A gambling man. <laughs> I'm not a gambling person. I don't have the odds up here, but um, I don't know. I I'd, I'd say about maybe under. I'd say I said twenty-one, but maybe it's under twenty percent. I mean, to be fair, I don't know. Well, I I think we look at the West. Mm-hmm. And the team can the Avs stay healthy? It's not I, Vegas. I, Vegas feels like last year was, and don't get me wrong, they've been a really s- solid franchise right. for as long as they've been in the league. Yeah. Um. But I think they were just one of those teams where it was like. Okay, they were good enough to make it this year. Right. Like, it wasn't that they were the best team necessarily. Yeah. It was just they were the luckiest. Luckiest or hottest, if you would. Let yeah. Me, they, they, played, they all played together, uh, you know, great at the right time. They got they got hot at the right time, especially goaltending-wise for them. Because, let's, I mean, let's, gonna, let's be honest. Aiden Hill is not a true number one goaltender for, you know, in any, on any other team. But he got the job done when the, you know, Knights needed to him and, to have a hot two months and he has a hot new contract to show um right. yeah but i mean going into the season i think logan thompson's still their number one guy oh i just who's I, the starting tonight uh i don't know uh, they'll let's be pull her up yeah but i think because we are recording this on it on tuesday where right now currently tampa bay and nashville are playing where tampa bay is winning one nothing with about 10 45 left in the second period so uh do you want in a few hours? In that? a few hours, um, we have a couple other games going on. What What was your question? Do you want anyone to win in that game? Are you pulling for anyone particularly? Uh, Tampa Bay, probably just because of um, division implications for yeah. Colorado. Yeah, um, I don't hate Nashville necessarily. Just I don't want them to win when they're in the same division as my favorite team. But I'm sure you, I'm sure you have a little bit different say or feel about that. No, you know, I'm kind of on the hate fucking Vegas bandwagon now. Um, hate, 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 like last, yeah, last they, podcast. Yeah, hate, 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 hate. It's good for your heart. Um, <laughs> no, I am on the hate Vegas uh, train. Um, right. I've been to a Vegas game. I like the Vegas Knights, but they're just annoying. And like, <sighs> I, I, I okay, know. what's an, what's what's annoying? Them, their fans, the fans. Yes, I would agree. It's the fans that it's like who the. F- like, I feel like an old man, but it's like, where the fuck did you come from, son? This right. is not your time to celebrate. Yeah, it's but, all, like they're because they're too too young of a franchise kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you have fans that jump ship, right? <laughs> Andy, um, <laughs> happy birthday to the forty year old fucking yeah. guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. So he didn't come because he had to take his Metamucil. 
<laughs> so that's why he hasn't been here. He's 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 wallowing in his self pity about turning four zero. Yeah, and hip dysplasia, but you know. Well, well, you know, but you know, it happens to everybody. Comes with the territory and yep. didn't need to be said. Speaking of hip dysplasia, shout out Gangramala. All right, let's keep going. Oh, oh hey, no, he didn't. He's just old. <laughs> <laughs> I love when we get so old at goalie. It's like, all right, who's the backup this year? And then we do have a backup. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but no, I, I'm 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 on the same heat train as you for Vegas, just because of young franchise. You know, just it's kind of like you got to pay your dues, or it feels like you got to pay your dues to, you know, finally win a Stanley Cup. And, I can't believe I'm getting ready to fucking say this. I didn't get enough of the Avalanche. Yeah. I don't know. I I can't believe I'm saying this. Twenty two years removed of Ray Bork ripping my heart out on that <laughs> hot June evening, but. I'm here, and I'm going through it. Yeah. I want to see more of the Avs being a powerhouse. I want to see more Kale McCarr. I want to see more McKinnon, because those are two of the best players to watch for my money. Right. Um, I want to see more Connor McJesus. He needs to get one. And I want to see more Dreisaitl. He is a fucking generational talent as well. Right. That franchise... Like, they have to get it done. Skinner in net now. He was an all-star last year. But that, okay, so to, to get to that point, this is what I, when I was looking at our notes, I th- I think they get as far as their goaltending will get them. Because, or is it more on your de- on their defense? What do you think? Like, I think it's, I feel like it's more of their goaltending than it is defensive-wise. I think because Skinner was a, considered a rookie last year, former Wichita Thunder goalie, mind you, so we have a big Not a line. big deal. Not a big deal. Um, but I felt like he had moments where he shined, like, okay, this guy might be, you know, a, a number one goalie somewhere or even with the Oilers. You know, but last year they brought in Jack Campbell, who had a terrific couple years in Toronto. He's, you know, getting a little bit older and didn't have the best season uh, with, you know, his first in Edmonton. So you're wondering if he's going to have a bounce back year or if Skinner's going to take over the true number one. It's kind of, a, you know, up in the air on who's going to, you know, bleed the Oilers in the playoffs or at and, least to the playoffs. And Ryan Fante, is he the guy they just drafted? Uh, maybe. I can't remember. I, I don't I, – I'm not the biggest prospects, you know, hockey-wise, which is crazy because I'm a huge hockey fan. Well, it's impossible in hockey. It, it really is. It's, like – I barely even pay attention to the Avs prospects for the most part. I I basically just wait until the beginning of the season to see who's been who's playing in the AHL. You know what I mean? So I, that's just kind of where I'm at. But is Ryan Fanti the guy you just Ryan got pulled Fanti, up? Ryan Fanti, yeah, I believe he was just drafted. It's his rookie season. Um, I think he is the guy that is – he was the number one goalie prospect, I believe, coming into the draft. Right. Does it say <clears throat> where did he play his uh, – uh, amateur, I can look it up if you don't have it up. Uh, I don't have it. Okay, I'll look it up. But go ahead. Uh, he but twenty four, which is young for a goalie. That's right. normally when a rookie goalie would be, you know, twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, twenty three. Yep. Um, I wonder if that's if I mean it's another horse in the system. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Um, but I if it's not fancy, I don't think it's Campbell. No, I don't know. So looking at uh, Fanti's, uh, you know, amateur like teams that he's played for, he, he played for the Minnesota Wilderness of the NAHL, and then went to the University of Minnesota Duluth for three years. 
and then played in the AHL for a couple seasons and played actually in Fort Wayne in the ECHL last year. Um, not the greatest save percentages in the A and ECHL, but, I mean, obviously... It He's just, big, though. He is big, so it just, just kind of depends maybe getting used to the pro game, you know, just seeing uh, maybe some different kind of... Uh, I guess systems playing with two different teams in the you know minor leagues. So we'll just have to see if, how he progresses for the Oilers. And I mean, it took Skinner a few years to get up into the NHL. So yeah, for it, sure, it may take another year or so for Ryan Fanti makes it to the Oilers. But as of right now, they have Jack Campbell and they have uh, Stuart Skinner. Yeah. Stuart! <laughs> Look what I can do! Look what I can do! Which you know, it's funny. Stuart. Because of that, because he played in Wichita for for a couple of years. I had these already ready to go. <laughs> so I already had those when he made saves and shit like that. It was kind of fun to play with it. <laughs> but anyway, no, uh, I think their goaltending takes the Oilers as far as they go. Like, if they play lights out, I think they are definitely a cup contender for sure. And, uh, you know, I, I Drysidle and McKinnon, or sorry, McKinnon, uh, McDavid can only score so much. You can only outscore your problems for so long. Man, I don't know. Don't put it past him. <laughs> no, people have put him past him a lot with their former goaltending. So that's just kind of what I think about of how you know this next season is going to play out. Um, yeah, I, I I agree with you on that end. Um, like I mean, if you look at Vegas, yeah. Um, they were, I mean, they were a favorite in the West for sure, for sure last for sure. season. For sure, right? Last season. Um, but Aiden Hill, and everyone knew it, was the difference in the playoff run. Everyone knew it. Yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, I, I, he, he played great. Not saying he didn't play great. wasn't a game changer, necessarily. But I think just everyone in front of him played well as well. You know, I think, obviously, everybody played great for the Vegas Golden Knights in that playoff run. And then you had, like, their, their emotional and their, you know, leader on the ice and Mark Stone coming back from injury. Stoner. And, you know, that, that helps, you know, mentally, you know, as well. So, I think, uh, you know, I think they just had everything humming at the right moments in the playoffs. I, but this year is going to tell where Aiden Hill really, you know, maybe solidifies himself in the goaltending ranks for the Knights. I ha- are we ready to move on from Edmonton? Oh, yeah. So, I we're going to stay in Alberta, though. Okay. Does Calgary... Come back to life, do they come back to their 21-22 form, or are they going to be this lackluster fuck show that no one wants to watch again? So are, are you saying, That's gonna, are they going to be as good as their old arena? Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, I could see them bouncing back after a, a change at the helm with their coaching staff. I think that's going to help a little bit with how you know, the team manages and how they play. And I'm trying to bring up their coach that Ryan Huxa is their new, uh, is their new head coach. Excuse me. Um, he was hired on the June 20th, 12th. So obviously he's had a, a decently, you know, long off season to kind of figure out his team and how to go about coaching and seeing how to, you know, solidify their systems and how they're going to work with that. So be interested to see him take the helm in Calgary, but he also has Mark's uh, Mark Savard, as their assistant coach. So he's been really good in Windsor, and, you know, he's a, definitely a character as well. So, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how 
how the Flames do with a new coaching staff and, you know, I want to say some new faces, but they, you know, they made some changes the last couple of seasons and are really kind of curious to see how this team plays this year, especially with, you know, like a, a cadre that who came in last year, his first season in Calgary. He's a little bit more maybe comfortable there now in Alberta. So see how he turns out. And they, also have, and they also have Dustin Wolf, who is in their prospect pool as a goaltending prospect, and he's a hell of a fucking player. Well, not that you have any problems with Markstrom, but right. it's I mean it's always good to have a a solid number two, you know. Well, he's going to be starting in the AHL, so it's it's it's. But I think that's more of just getting him starting minutes. Yeah, not necessarily because he doesn't didn't earn a spot in the in the NHL, just more of starting minutes and making sure he keeps playing and progressing instead of sitting on the Calgary bench. Uh, behind a Markstrom or what have you. So, you know, I think they they are definitely, I won't say make or break time, but with a couple of their players, it kind of is. Um, I absolutely, this team has not a lot of weaknesses. Um, I mean, Mangiapane, they just picked up Sharon Govich, who was a left, I mean, he was a, kind of a letdown last season for the Devils. But Elias Lindholm is still there. Nazem Kadri, as you mentioned. Right. Huberto, Dylan Dubé, Blake Coleman, mm-hmm. Michael Backlund's still there. Like, that sure. is a lot of talent. They have to do better. Sure. But you got, you know, you had guy like Noah, Noah Hannafin in the offseason talking about being traded. And I don't know if that's just either a new change, like change of scenery or wanting to be closer to home because he's from Boston. So that's basically across the continent. And so I don't, I don't know if that, you know, has anything to do with, you know, or anything of importance. Uh, obviously, he's going to play play out. He's not going to sit out like he's an NBA player. So um, I just he I, needs to pack on some pounds and get that James Harden fat suit, baby. <laughs> need to go eat some wings at a, at the Atlanta Strip Club. Hell yeah! I mean, if they have good wings, I'll check it out. But oh no, man. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> but but to, to, to get back to uh, the Calgary, I think a guy like Jonathan Huberto has to have a, a big bounce back year. He, he had a decent year last year. Again, his first season also in Calgary, like Kadri, but he didn't have the greatest showing. And I don't know if just the system didn't work well when, with they, when they had uh, Coach Suter there or what have you. But he only had 55 points in 79 games when the prior season he hit 100 points with the Florida Panthers. So you want a guy like that to have a big bounce back year. Absolutely. So, um, but other than that, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think they're very middle of the pack team. If they get hot, they could definitely be a, a, you know, an interesting contender for you know not only the playoffs but the cup. So we'll see. I don't know. I, they, it's a I won't say it's a make or break season because first off, it's you know this head coach's first season, but it's gonna be you know maybe open up a lot of questions and expectations for some players. So it literally just hit me as you were talking. You gave me the goosebumps. Yeah. I was looking at the fucking NHL teams here. Yeah. And I like it the 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 it just hit me like the the rush of adrenaline like it's here like Right. Happy thought. Oh my god, he just farted. So <laughs> I think we found the name of the of the podcast. Oh my god. Open a window. There it is. Man- yeah. Mango toots. Oh shit oh wow okay let's keep trucking away hey that's your son that was bad oh wow (laughs) it's just tough no but like before mango's fart impaired me um 
no, like, it's back. Like, Seattle, that's another, like, a team that just, I, that, they surprised the hell out of me. And they were a great team to watch. They were a hard-hitting team. They came out and beat Mike. I thought I think I might have picked them to win the cup this year or last year. Who Colorado? Colorado, yeah. Um, I'm not gonna say Colorado didn't play well or had injury problems, but man, I will tell you what that Seattle earned that fucking series win. They they worked at times a lot harder than Colorado was willing to. They they mucked and grind when they needed to. They have two or three like good second like their entire lineup is made up of almost like second liners who just work their ass off and. They will outwork you. They may not out talent you, but they will be. They will outwork you. And sometimes ta- hard work beats talent. And so that I think that really is what came down to that series. And that some guys maybe in that lineup that aren't in Colorado again um, didn't have that mentality necessarily. And also, like I said, injuries kind of played a problem. But at the same time, you got to play with who's in the lineup. Who gives a shit, right? And I think not only did Seattle outplay um, Colorado, but I think goaltending also was a big factor. I mean, Grubauer is a great goalie when he's healthy. So I think Seattle, you know, has a definitely a good chance to compete in the Pacific, um, just as good as any, if if not better maybe, than a Calgary. But, you know, is that going to be a one-year kind of flash in the pan? Because, um, oh, I forget their head coach's name. I'm sorry. Um, when his, his time uh, in Philadelphia, you know, he started out Laviolette. high, but then, like, every season they kind of regressed. Is it Laviolette? No, it's not Laviolette. No, 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 no. Um, oh, Holmgren. It's Holmgren. Oh, okay. Yeah, Holmgren. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, but Holmgren, you know, but last year, you know, or excuse me, their first season uh, for the Kraken, they had a – they didn't have a great season, but I don't think anybody expected them to wow anybody, you know, coming off their expansion draft and all that. They had good flashes of being good, but just definitely had some inconsistencies. After that, they built a you know a better lineup last year, and they they played very well. Like they're gonna they were gonna work hard and outwork you if they had the chance to. And you know this year is very telling. We're gonna see Matt Berniers and see where he's gonna end up uh, points wise. You know he was one of the better team players, on, not only on that team but one of the best rookies in the uh, the league last year. He so, had four. Did he get forty goals? Man, I don't know if he had forty, but uh, I feel like he. I feel like he, I think he almost led the team. He had 24 goals, excuse okay. me. What 30, was his points? 57. 57 points is not bad for a rookie. Yeah, 24 and 33. Oh, and as as I sit back down, looks like uh, Nashville just tied it oh. against uh, Tampa Bay. So, uh, Well, you know. It happens. Anyway, on to next season. <laughs> <laughs> Lock it up. Lock it up, Tampa. Go home. <laughs> go, go to your beach houses and your beautiful women. Man. V- Victoria still said Playmate of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> you need to move from Tampa if you want that shit, though. Yeah. Fuck that. Anyway, so. Fucking Florida. Yeah. But no, I, Seattle has a, a good, you know, chances anybody in the Pacific to, you know, make a run uh, for that division, I think. Uh, you got L.A., who's, you know, who's kind of reloaded in the last couple of years. We and- got three centers. Yeah, dude. We got three selling lines. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think, I think, I think Seattle's going to, you know, 
played pretty well. Do I, they have three centers, though? I don't know. LA I mean, has well, three I centers. Well, technically on their lineup, yes, you have to. But do they have three centers? But do they have real centers? Ew. I don't know if they have centers, but they have centers. If you oh, know. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> all right. Yeah, dude. They was... got really weird really quick. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. No, uh do you want to move on to anybody, or do you want to just... Yeah, well, I think probably touch on the last team in the Pacific. Um, the well, San... there's, there's... I mean, we... I know I mentioned the Kings. Oh, well, but you want to... But also, like, Anaheim Ducks. I mean, they're a young team that has, you know, Gibson in their starting goaltender. But I I don't know. It. I just think they have so many glaring issues that, you know, they don't have enough, I, I don't know... Older players that could, you know, help this this team out. I just think they're so young that they're gonna. It's gonna be a difficult year once again. I think Zegras makes a, you know, another, uh, you know, leap in his uh, talent. Uh, Troy Terry. Troy Terry. I mean, I think they they have good pieces. It's just I think that they're still a few years away of being a contender in that division. So. Yeah, and it's uh, not. To, no, I'm, I'm not trying to skip over them or or anything. I'm just trying to, you know. Keep the pod moving, if you would. Gibson, uh, I'm, I'm surprised he hasn't been moved in the last couple I, of years. Didn't he? I thought he might. We, there was some trade circulation. I bet not. it. I bet it's more of, hey, if you can find a good trade piece for me, I'm willing to be traded. But like, maybe it's not like a, hey, trade me right fucking now kind of thing. Um, yeah. Um, sorry, the, okay. those birds were often. Chirping at our window. Uh, <laughs> no, they, they're not a team necessarily. To, I mean, Trevor Zegris, if you want to watch a fun player. Um, He's a good personality, too. Oh, yeah. Um, he, in the NHL All-Star game, he put Amer- on a show. American. 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 Um, he does a lot of interviews with Bucci Gross. He's very yeah. personable, very likable. Um, and that's one thing the NHL is trying to do better about, is ha- like showing, showing off these guys' as uh, personalities a little more because hockey players are a little more reserved. They're more of a team guys, like not trying to make anything about just them. But I don't think it hurts, especially outside of the locker room and the game. If you if you do show off your personality, well, then they went and banned the rainbow tape, though. So who knows? <sighs> uh, let's not get into that, please. <laughs> I'm not, but um, just anyway. Um, Calgary, Edmonton, I. We talked about Edmonton. L.A. has three lines. That is a team that... Usually they have four, but yeah, three, good, three lines. <laughs> if you... They... I I forgot who... I think the Bear might have... Uh, Chris Ballard... Whatever his name is. Chris the Bear. Yeah. Um, he... I think L.A. was at like plus 2,200 to win the cup, which is a very good bet. Is it? Um, yeah, fantastic bet. Um, they are a team that I could see sneaking in and doing well in the playoffs. Maybe not impressive. Maybe not impress you with the uh, total season points during the regular season or win the President's Trophy. Right, but they did get Pierre Luc Dubois in the off season. That's a good absolutely. Yeah, and they still got Kevin Fiala. They got um, uh, excuse me here. They also have um, Philip Dan uh, Dano, who is a also great down in the center, you know, position. And Quentin Byfield, you want you want your young guy like Quentin Byfield to make the next step up because he's he's had an okay start to his NHL career, but he hasn't shown that he's you know been that superstar they're probably hoping for that you know they drafted and we saw flashes of when he was in the OHL. So it's just guys like that uh, are in their lineup and they you know they're very good. They still got Anze Kopitar. 
you know, still around. <laughs> they got Adrian Kempe, uh, Trevor Lewis. I mean, they they got a, they got they got a very good depth of players. But yes, I mean, it just depends on who's gonna you know make that leap and later on this year and see who helps them in the in the playoffs if they make it. But I mean, like guys like Drew Doughty, um, also who's still around from those Cup years, and then on the very Back end, they have Cam Talbot. They got Phoenix Copley, uh, David Riddick. I mean, in their goaltending uh, pipeline. So you have, they have a decent team, but obviously not a very wow lineup. It's just a, I, a very hard hard working lineup. That's I I would if you said that's the that's the lineup for my team to go win a Stanley Cup with. I would be very excited. Mm-hmm. However, if I look at the back end of it, yeah. aside from Drew Daddy, Drew Dowdy, not yeah. Daddy. Drew Daddy. Uh, and, like, that back end, the goaltending situation's not one that's going to get you very far in the yeah, playoffs. I agree. Um, so, But, no, they're going to be interesting to uh, see how they play out in the Pacific. So we can wrap that up if you want. Yeah, San Jose. Um, not, not expecting a lot. They, not, they're going through a tough transition. It, it's rough there. Um, they are expecting a lot from Bill England. Uh, their 2021 draft pick. Uh, they won't be starting the season with Logan Couture, so that's yeah. another um, another ouch for them. Right. However, they did pick up Michael Granlin, Mike Hoffman, and John Ruda, and Mackenzie Blackwood all through trades last season. Yeah, but man, it's gonna it's still gonna be a rough season out in the Bay Area for them. I think it, they're they're gonna be contending for the last spot in that division i bet i don't yeah i don't i'm with you i don't see how that team does any but i mean every team goes through this part of their you know of their franchise history where they have to reload if you would and rebuild and you know get some draft pieces and prospects to see who fits and who they can trade to get more prospects or different players i mean it is what it is i mean it, it sucks san jose has actually been pretty good for a long long time they just everybody at the same time either moved on or retired and it's just it, it's just that time for that franchise so it's it, it's unfortunate but it is what it is yeah and uh, if i'm a san jose fan this season um i'm i'm i guess you know looking for the positives in the future you're gonna have like we said, William Eklund, excuse me, not England, William Eklund. Um, you also have Thomas Hurdle. I mean, yeah. you have <clears throat> um, a couple other pieces, excuse me, a couple other pieces in the uh, arsenal um, that are younger and kind of coming up. Right. But, yeah, not their time either. Um, let's, Definitely not our time.com. Yeah, uh, those <laughs> old bastards. Um, <laughs> Let's jump to one of the more fun divisions. Yes. Connor Bedard. Oh, my God. He makes his season debut tonight. He's going to be really good. Speaking of which, he's on the TV with Sidney Crosby. You want to talk about uh, old and new? I mean, Connor Bedard with uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. I mean, obviously, that's another team going through a transition. And, you know, they but they have a guy like Connor Bedard on their roster, so they at least have a... I think a little bit better starting point, if you would, compared to San Jose. And, Absolutely. And Connor Bedard is, man, I, I don't want to overhype him because I feel like he is going to be one of those generational talents. But we've seen with first overall picks like uh, Alex Lafreniere with the New, <laughs> New York Rangers, it necessarily hasn't worked out yet. He's a fourth liner, man. Yeah, okay. 
He is. Well, I know. No, but that's what like, I'm saying. Like, it's just I can't believe that's where he's he's landed at for himself. <laughs> but I feel like Connor Bedard, just because his his shot is so elite, his stick handling is so damn good. And yeah, maybe maybe his size is a little bit of a question. But we've seen guys in this league as of recently be successful with being a little bit smaller than what we are used to in the old NHL. So I feel like as long as he can keep his head up and not take a huge hit and, you know, work into the correct spaces that he needs to on the ice. See, on the ice. On the ice. On the ice. Hey. Uh, I think he'll be just fine. I think he'll be an, a, a pretty elite talent for the Chicago Blackhawks. He's, yeah, he's what you're going to watch if you're a Blackhawks fan. He's yeah. going to be the center point of your team for the next 15 well, he, to 18 years. And he has years. two guys that, that he can help, help develop him on his line with Corey Perry and uh, Taylor Hall. I think those are great guys to have on in your lineup. Uh, Corey Perry to throw some bows to clear some space for him. And uh, Taylor Hall, who can shoot and dish it just as good as uh, as Bedard at this point. Andy knows the pressure of being a number one yep. draft pick, and he knows the pressure of, hey, sometimes shit does not work out. And, right. and not to Taylor Hall's fault either. Yeah, um, sometimes it's just... Hey, shit happens. Life happens. Right. Um, so he has he has a, a, at least a decent, you know, not decent, a pretty good line to be with, some good te- line mates with him. But other than that, on that in that lineup, it's just kind of trying to find who can play at what position and, you know, who, who's going to be able to step up or, you know, be shipped out, unfortunately. Not to be crude, but that's just how it is in sports. So I, I think... It's going to be a tough, another tough season, obviously, for the, the Chicago Blackhawks, but Hunter Bedard's obviously the bright spot. Absolutely. Um, we, I guess, I mean, let's just get into your team. Oh, you want to finally talk about the we're, we're in this We're in the Central Division. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the best team in the Rockies that aren't playing baseball. It's the Avalanche. Yeah, the Rockies are also bad, too. Yeah, they're pretty pretty bad. They're pretty bad. No, uh, you know, it, it was a long off season, but maybe a good thing, you know, with four or five months off to fully heal after a pretty injury-riddled la- you know, season last year. Um, but new guys coming in. I know we talked about last podcast, but Ross Colton, Jonathan Duran, uh, Ryan Johansson, and then let me see uh, – those guys like Oscar Olofsson, Frederick Olofsson, they're going to be in the lineup as well. Uh, Tom, Tomas Tatar, also another good depth signing for the Abs, but not in the playoffs. I mean, that's fine. We got more. We got more in the in the bag, baby, with Miles Wood as well. So you want him in the playoffs? I mean, he's he's bang, you want Wood in the playoffs. He's banging bodies, man. You want Wood in the playoffs? And that's the Wood. He brings the Wood. He is the Wood. Yes. But um, but no, I, I feel like the Avs have a pretty damn good lineup to probably win the, that division. I mean, up and down, it's pretty scary, and the depth wise is is pretty good. Um, they the Avs address getting uh, I guess defensive depth for not only their kind of their bottom four, if you, not bottom four, bottom two, if you consider the seventh and eighth spot, uh, you know positions. Even though they aren't in the lineup, they got uh, Caleb Jones in a swap for AHLer. Uh, Cal Berg, so uh, that, that helps out there. And then they also picked up off a of waiver wire um, Ivan Prosvitov from the Arizona Coyotes. So, which who, who played in Wichita just a couple weeks ago? 
So that helps them on the on the goaltending side of things as well, since Frantos is going on long term IR for right now. Yeah, we saw he yeah, was he actually oh, Prosvatov was uh, he made the trip to mm-hmm. Wichita the last two seasons. Yes, yeah. no, he's he's a he's a he's a good depth goaltender to have. I don't think a number one, but he's good to have if you need to give a guy like Gorgiev a break. Here's the thing. <laughs> yes. Here's the thing. Yes, sir. Is Gorgiev like? Is he the dude, or is Francois the dude? No, Gorgiev's the dude. Gorgiev won 40 games last year. Is the team, is this team, are they going to do what I want them to do? Are they going to, are they going to be, am I going to be able to give you shit late into May? You always do anyway. About Colorado Avalanche. I don't think so. This isn't the Peter Budai Avalanche. But well, okay, I guess are they are they going to make a cup run? How far do they go? I think they they have a great chance of winning the cup this year. They I mean they 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 address their depth. They got t- not only tougher but a little bit more meaner and you know they got some guys who can grind away, especially against a team like the Seattle Kraken who knocked them out last year. And defensively, you have you have Devontae, you have Kale McCarr, you got Bowen Byram. I mean, you have a pretty solid, you know, defensive core. It's going to be t- they're going to be tough to beat. That's a they really can play. Good they team. can play. They can play pretty much any style. And you know what? They're good at getting the puck and moving it the other way. And that's their their best attribute is having the puck on their on their stick. And they and they will either beat you in transition or they'll cycle the puck, and they'll just either you know fire the puck from the point or create havoc in front. And you know they got guys who can also just. Who are just elite snipers and McKinnon and Rantanen as well. So I, that lineup is scary. I mean, I'm I'm bringing I'm picking them to come out of the Western Conference. Yeah, that's so, what we like to see. That, I mean, just just to be honest, I am. That's, I feel like they have as good as chance as anybody. That's I I, I like the confidence there. So, but we can move on from them. Dallas Stars. Fuck them. Um, move on. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at too. <laughs> Minnesota. No, but if Joe Pavelski. Uh, Joe Pavelski in the playoffs, man. That guy is an animal, but he he's almost forty. So we'll Jolton see. Joe. Yeah, but we'll see. I don't know. I do like Ottinger though. He's a, a hell of a goaltending talent. Yeah. I just don't know if he got overworked last year and he got tired because he he played a great first first round, but man, I don't know if they just ran him out of juice last year. But I feel like he's one of the best goalies in the in the league. He's right got to be top three. Yeah. Um. So I. I feel like if Ottinger stays healthy and, you know, the Dallas's depth, you know, young stars start taking over for, like, you know, a Sagan or a Ben, I think they'll be a dangerous team in that, that division as well. Yeah. So. Um, Nashville's another one. They seem to have lost a step in the offseason. They lost Johansson and Duchesne. Yeah. But they're trying to get younger. I mean, they did get O'Reilly, but – you know, uh, Soros is still there, but are they going to move on from him? Who knows in the next year? You're, so excuse me, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where they land. Uh, this is, I think, is this Trot's first or second season as the GM or you know as the president? But this is definitely Andrew uh, Burnett's first year. As the yeah, because he moved over from New Jersey, mm-hmm. and I believe it is Trotsky's uh, his uh, first season under the helm okay or after the helm so i'm sure it's more of a feeling out kind of season to see who's gonna fit where um i mean roman yossi's still there i mean he's still a great defenseman but um you're gonna have to think about who's gonna 
maybe... Do you sell him to get some draft picks to a team that has a shot come playoff time? Is that the move for them? It depends on what they give you for him. If they're willing to give up a a, a couple first-rounders and maybe a, a, a couple of prospects, maybe. The thing, like the thing with Nashville, I love that building when it's when they're playing well. That's one of the funnest places and hardest places oh, yeah. to play in the NHL. Um, they're loud and proud and love it. I love it too. Like I'm not kidding. I love Nashville in the playoffs. They're they're a great fan base. Auto parts. Ow. Um, yeah, it's a great place to play. I like we. I think I remember having this conversation. I don't know if it was on the podcast last year about them losing talent kind of the same conversation losing talent losing a step and them still coming out and right competing so that's the thing with nashville they always their compete level as an organization is always high i well they're always they've always been that like that grindy team that grind you down and they never really been that flashy they always were hard working so i wonder if trots builds teams like that again Martin Erat built that shit, Jesus, baby. Jesus, Martin Erat. <laughs> oh, my God. If we're going to keep bring out some guns there, what about some J.P. Dumont and Jason Arnett? Arnett? Hey, I know them. Oh, not Radulov. Really, but... I mean, we can keep going. <laughs> um, but, yeah, just, like, I like great place, great. I mean, I hope Nashville does well. They're one of the, like, when Nashville does well, it's good for the NHL. I agree. Um, St. Louis, they're, they're sellers. The, the, the fighting, uh, old top. Sorry, old man. Like your team's a seller right hey, now. Thank you. <laughs> you drafted. I don't know who you drafted cause I quit watching. Well, um, this is Kai. Uh, is it Kairu? Was it Kairu? Jordan Kairu. Kairu. And, uh, it's Tom, him and Thomas's team now. And see yeah. How, and they're going to see how they do. And I know Shin, Shin just got named captain. But, I believe. No, he that, did. Oh, he, he did. did. Yeah. But it's it's to see where those other two guys are going to end up and how they're going to you know either take the next step or not. And they're good depth players, but they're they're wanting to see if they can become the guys in St. Louis. How and, long? Yeah, like I agree with you. Like those are definitely Robert Thomas, Brandon Kyrie. Those are Sammy Blaze is still there as well. Oh yeah, Sammy Blaze. Buchnevich returned. Yeah. Um, I mean I know Justin Falk and Kruger there, but. They're getting older. Same with Nick Letty. Speaking of former Predators, Jacob Vrana is uh, there as well. Oh, no. I don't think Jacob... Well, was Jacob Vrana there last year, but briefly? I don't remember. I will look that up. I don't remember if he was there or not. But I I'm, might be misremembering things. You're good. But um, on the back end, they still have Colton Pareko, uh, Tori Krug still there, Justin Falk. Yeah. They're, I mean... Jordan Bennington is a question mark. Does Which Jordan Bennington do we get? Probably the regular crazy asshole. If that's it, then that team goes nowhere. Like that's fine. That's because that, he. But you, you, go ahead. I, I think his when when you have a goalie that acts like that, it, it like if you have anyone on your team that acts like that, and c- tell me if I'm wrong, but it's just like ugh, like I don't. Like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. And I understand maybe he thinks he's firing up the team, but it, at, at some point it becomes you know a it, nuisance because you know why? Because goalies are untouchable, and he kind of knows that. He's he not, knows. He, he knows. knows that he's untouchable, so he can't you know, get run or he's not going to have to deal with the consequences of him, his actions. 
and his players have to. And there's times where, okay, it's understandable. But then it's like it keeps happening over and over again, and he knows he doesn't have to stand up for himself. Your teammates have to say, dude, fucking stop. Like, because there's a time and place for it, but not not once a month. And who's going to have that conversation with them in the locker room? That well, Nick Letty, maybe? Like, no, not, no, not Nick Letty. I mean, it was, I mean it was, last year, what's his? Uh, what's their coach's name again? Uh, uh, the former flyer. Yeah, uh, damn it. I, Joel Lamarillo Bur- would, Bur- get, Bur- would get Bur- really Bur- pissed Bur- off at Yeah, Mike Brube. I, he even told, I think he even said it into the press saying, you know, we, we got to stop that stuff. So, I mean, it's... It, it's, you know what? You know, as a player, what gets me hyped when the goalie makes a save, <laughs> like that's what really gets me excited and wanting to play with people. Like, hey, don't wave your, don't wave your damn stick at the other player who just scored. Yeah, on you. You should just stop the puck, and you don't have to wave your stick at him again. You can just stop the action right then and there. Yeah. And you don't have to act like a, a bleeding bastard all the way to the bench. Like, I think you uh, made a good point there. Make a fucking save. I, as a goalie, I am pro-running Jordan Bennington and always <laughs> will be pro-running Jordan Bennington. I hope he gets the urge to play the puck as much as he wants this season right? and just gets murdered. Okay, you want me to give you his stats last year? Was his save percentage... Above ninety point five. Nope. He went twenty seven to twenty seven. That's not good. He had a save percentage of eight ninety four and a goals against of three point three one. Yeah, that you know what that is? That is a run of the mill tops nineteen eighties goalie. Like Chris Tops, yeah, Chris Terreri. You just gave me a fucking Chris Terreri card. <laughs> Craig Billington. And Chris Terreri is a great man. Yeah. He has a family, I think. <laughs> like, like. Shout out to his family. Yeah, shout out to the Terreris. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like, or like, you know, uh, Chico Rash. There's another one. Like, if you get a Chico Rash yeah. card. Oh, Jesus. Like, uh, you, you're not getting a good goalie, but you get a great personality. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what you really want at the end of the day. Right. But you don't get that with Jordan Bennington. You just get a shitty fucking glove hand and a whiny little bitch. That's true. But no, I, that's, I think you're right. Do you, I think the Blues are just trying to tell Jordan Bennington, do your job, essentially. So, I mean, I, I, I know, I know it's kind of funny, but you're right. You're, you hit it on the head with them. And, you know... They don't really, they don't really have a whole lot of goaltending prospects. I mean, Joel Hoffer is in, you know listed on their page right now, and I'm guessing he's going to be the backup to Bennington. So, I mean, if Bennington falters, you have a, a really an unproven guy to take over. So, I bet this this message this year is Jordan, stay in your fucking crease. <laughs> and I'm, go being, I'm being serious. I'm not trying to be funny. And with that, we'll transition to a goalie that does stay in his crease, and he's one of the best at it. Yes, and he just got an extension. Good for him, the Winnipeg Jets. If well, let's 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 get to that goaltending situation. Well, Connor I guess Hellebuck is, Connor, I, is who we're talking about. Thank, thank you. Yes, I know they gave him the extension. Yeah, but if that goes bad this year, well, yeah, if they don't, if they do about the same or worse. Mm-hmm. Man, it is going to be a tough contract to move unless you retain some of that. 
eight and a half million. Not it's not crazy, but it's not cheap. You know, like Gorgie has been getting paid like I think four four and a half million for the for Colorado. So basically paying getting half of what they're you know what the Jets are paying for Hellebuck, and not saying Hellebuck doesn't deserve it. I'm just saying if you end up having to move a Hellebuck, that's a lot of money you, that someone's gonna have to take on. Well, after uh, I I see your point. But when you see the playoff that Bob Roski just had, I almost did, thought you were going to say Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> we know what kind of season Bob had. Yes, fucking killing it up there in heaven, man. <laughs> yeah. All the mountains, all the trees. But what were we talking about, Shaw? <laughs> I don't know. We were talking about uh, Connor Hellbuck. This is our three chi moment. Three chi moment brought to you in this uh, NHL talk for the beginning of the season. Um. Oh, Nashville just took the lead just early in the third. There you go, Smashville. There you go. Um, no, I, I forgot what we were talking about. Connor Hellebuck in. No, yeah, I, I, if, I think does the season that Bobrovsky had did that validate that contract? Finally. So it did. Finally, but if he has to do it again. The thing is, if he doesn't do it again, then no. I think Connor Hellebuck is more inclined to have playoff performances like that. I agree. So, I, I like, if you're going to give crazy money to someone... It'd be Connor Hellebuck. Yeah. I would agree. Um, but the time, I think, was to do it two, three years ago when he was younger. Yeah, they, they, they fucked up. But to their point, or to your point, too, mm-hmm. I guess... Um, would you have given a 20-however-old Connor Hellebuck that kind of money? Um, You know, that's a good question. He's a 93, so I'm trying to figure out what the age of that event is. 30. 90? Yeah, yeah, he is 30. 30. Yeah, he is 30 now. So, uh, I mean, you start coming, you know, I don't know, the goalies start usually, I don't know, what would you say, coming out of their prime around 30, 31, 32 sometimes. So... Man, that's gonna be it's a tough it's a tough question to ask because I think he deserves it and he's he's done his due diligence in Winnipeg so I think he deserves a contract so I I don't see anything wrong with it but for being thirty it is a tougher sell and that was the peanut gallery yep um, I don't know I hope they do well that's another place that when the when 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 Winnipeg's doing well the NHL's doing well. <laughs> But, um, I mean, behind him, they have Laurent Bessois, uh as their backup. So, I mean, he's just as old as uh, Connor Hellebuck, too. So, it's going to be kind of interesting, you know, what happens with Winnipeg this season. Defensive-wise, I mean, Josh Morrissey last year had a hell of a season. Hell yeah, he did. Did, did great. Is he going to repeat that? We don't know. Neil Pionk is also there. Nate Schmidt. Um, they have a, a slew of guys on their back end, but, you know, I wouldn't say – Besides Morrissey, I mean, not a lot of flash, and depth-wise is kind of a concern. But, but we'll see. Um, yeah, I mean, I hope they, like I said, I Connor Hellebuck deserves his money. Morrissey deserves money. Um, I glad they had Niederreiter. Um, Shifley, like you said, he got his contract extension, but is that enough for the team to right. make it? And I don't think it is, especially considering their sure their uh, surrounding pieces of yeah. their auxiliary pieces. It's just not enough. Right. And then to round out, I think that division, Arizona, I mean, 
I think we're all in agreement. They're they're in a very I won't say turbulent time in their franchise history, but without having you know <laughs> they're they're playing in Arizona having, State. That's exactly what. It is. Well, I know, but it, like I mean, they I mean they say they have. I guess I don't know if plans, but ideas where they're going to put their new arena, but nothing's been solidified or agreed upon or voted on. I think they got screwed out of their Tempe location, but that was more because they did the lack of effort they put into that vote than anything else. But um, yeah, I think. I don't know. There's not, you know, they got some good prospects. Like, you know, Clayton Keller is a great player, but I mean, out of after that, it's a bunch of just hodgepodge of you know different players on that roster, and I just just don't see them doing much. I know they're tough to play against at times, but doesn't mean that they're, you know, gonna turn some heads and make a playoff run, in my opinion. Does Arizona become the? Atlanta Thrashers? Possibly. I th- I mean, I don't know if we touched on it, but I think they either need to move to Houston or Salt Lake. Can we touch on the expansion? Well, I guess later. We can. But I think we need to touch on that because that's, okay. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I hope Arizona is such a, like, that's, I, I keep, keep saying places are fun, but that one, like, you think of Nikolai Hobby Bullen, 1997 playoffs. Roenick, the, they had Kachuk also there. Hell, Danny Briere was there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they had some good players back in the day, but since then, haven't done shit. And they, it's just always been a turbulent franchise, changing owners. It's just been a shit show. They had Mike Smith and... Um, Shane Doan. Paul Bissonette. Paul Bissonette. Yeah, legendary <laughs> Phoenix Coyote <laughs> Paul Bissonette. I mean, they, they've had some really good players come through there. And some, you know, some of them in their twilights of their careers, but it just hasn't been a consistent, you know, consistently good team on and off the ice. So at the NHL celebrity tournament, golf tournament, though, that's yeah. the team I'm picking to win it. <laughs> yeah, I like would be that's too. that's the one I'm going for. Sure, sure. Let's jump to. I mean, should we just start with the Metro? Yes, Carolina. Um, go team Metro. Oh goodness, Carolina! <laughs> Carolina is really good at hockey. Yes, they are, and they they, are, they do that hockey well. They have one of the coolest experiences for games. They have tailgating. That's why they played the Winter Classic. Oh yeah, they're, they're, I think they are. Are they getting that this year? Or that already happened? that that happened last. Are you sure? Yeah, it was at uh, at. Uh, Did I miss that? Anyway, continue. apparently. Okay. North Carolina State Stadium. Um, it was a great atmosphere. It was really cool to watch. Um, but they have all the pieces needed to win it. Um, they have goaltending. They have the experience. They have um, uh, Nietzsche. I'm going to say his name no, wrong. You're good. Yeah, yeah. And, and Jesper Bratt. Je- I mean. Jordan Martinook is good. Sebastian Ajo. Did you say Jesper Bratt? Yeah, Jesper Bratt's on there. Oh, no, Jesper Fast. Sorry. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I'm just so used to seeing that name. Uh, so, my bad. Tivo Teravainen is still there. Sebastian Ajo. Sebastian Ajo. Sebastian Ball. Sebastian Ajo. Um, yeah, they, Stefan Nosen, great player. Um, they are stacked, and they are ready to win it yesterday. 
Yeah, the, um, they got Brett Burns on the back end. They got Honka back there as well. Dmitry Orlov can't, is coming this year. Brady, I always forget how it is. It's like CK, C- or I don't, I don't, I always forget how to pronounce this guy. But anyway, Jacob Slavin, uh, Brett Pache, I think it is, or Pise, whatever you want to call Pesci. him. Pesci, sorry. But yeah, so, I mean, they got some good guys, and I know Tony D'Angelo is coming back, but. I mean, th- this. Whoa. I know, but <laughs> they have a they have a a pretty damn good lineup up and down. Like they're very solid goaltending, Frederick Anderson, Antiranta when he's not hurt. Um, but like they 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 should make a run not only for the division but for the Eastern Conference. Like they've yeah. always been good with Rod Brendamore at the helm. They're it's ho- their time to win it. Yeah, it's they work just as hard as Rod Brendamore played as a you know in his NHL career. So it's not surprising, but. I agree. It's I won't say it's make or break for them either, but it's it's getting close to that point where they're good in the regular season, but off uh, in the playoffs they just can't finish the job. They I mean they had a good run last year. They made my Devils look dumb. Um, yeah, frankly they did. Um, but they're the Devils were a young team, so they're just it's called experience, and the the Hurricanes had more of it than the Devils did that that year. Yeah, my Devils had just bought their first Jimmy. Jimi Hendrix album, Are You Experienced? And you now want, they know. Yeah, and you want to move know. on to the Devils next? Man, I guess. They're going to suck. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, they're going to be the worst team in the league. They have, yeah, they're, they're awful. Um, yeah, they're, they're so bad. I mean, Jesper Bratt, there we go, is is terrible. Nathan Bastion's awful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nolan Foote, awful. Eric Halla, shitty. Nico Heischer, decent. Uh, Jack Hughes, the worst. He sucks. <laughs> No, that that lineup it has potential to you know turn some heads again this year. I think they they're coming off in a playoff you know run that they didn't obviously get far in, but they still it it means a lot for younger players to get that experience and to have guys like a Timo Meyer finally you know and uh, Andre Pop was it Palat Palat uh, as well kind of on that lineup to help those young stars uh, kind of get through a playoff series. I mean they have the potential. To uh, make a decent run in the playoffs, that's for sure. And then also a guy like Chris Terry or Turney, excuse me, I can't pronounce names today. And then Tyler Toffoli coming over from the Calgary Flames. Fuck yeah, he did. So good, good, uh, good forward depth there. Dougie Hamilton, Luke Hughes on the back end. I mean, who who else are you? So the excited be, to see on on in the defensive core uh if nimich plays i'm excited to see him brendan smith has been solid right. um john marino has been our best overall defensive player jonas siegenthaler had a big step up year and so did kevin balk to be completely honest right um this team comes down to goaltending and their back end so it's, I mean, the goaltending, we're, we're thinking, I mean, I think we touched on it last week. We did, and it's going to be. Was it Keir Schmid and then Vitek Vanacek? They're going to be split in time. Yeah. And I I don't know. They're going to be split in time if, I I don't know. I I think that division is, is pretty much between Carolina and New Jersey at this point. I mean, we're, we're going to touch on other franchises, obviously. Well, I mean, like, yeah, Pittsburgh we can move. Aging. Yeah, we can but do that right now. Where like, do you want to go to next? Yeah, well, let's do Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, they had the, they made the Carlson move and took him from San Jose, which I don't think is necessarily a bad pickup five years ago. Exactly. 
that's there's a San Jose fan. Yeah. But I think, like, he don't get me wrong, he's going to be a, a great addition to that team because they do move the puck well. Him and Latang are going to be, you know, I think great. I don't know if they're going to be on the same power play together, but I know Carlson still has a lot to give. But at the same time, just like everyone else on that lineup, he's, he's not getting any younger. He's 33. So, I mean, Chris Latang is, he's older than me, so he's 36. And, you know, and you got other guys that are, you know, getting older, like a, a, a Malkin and a Crosby. You know, I know it's like a pretty much a last last chance for another run for the for the Penguins, but it, it just depends on how their their stars or aging stars are going to play. And then also we got Tristan Jari and Alex Novelkovic Novel, or whatever as well. I, I I mean, where do you see them? And also you have a, a Jeff Carter who's also on that team. I I I. I, I they're good. Don't get me wrong. Right. They have a lot of really good pieces. I mean, like you said, Eric Carlson, Chris Letang, Ryan Graves, another pickup um, from the Devils. Tristan Jari is an all-star goalie. Jeff mm-hmm. Carter, old as shit. Sidney right. Crosby, old as shit. Right. Lars Eller, old as shit. Right. Evgeny Malkin. Old as shit. Yep. Uh, Noel Akio Wand. Bless you. Uh, he's 31, but let's keep with the theme. He's old as shit. <laughs> um, this team is too old to get it done, and it's... They're, they're, I, I mean, when you look at the real major pieces, Chris Letang, how many actual miles are on that truck? Yeah. That thing is a 1983 GMC with... 300,000 miles on it just struggling and uh, wants his fucking owner to move on. I think it's more of a 1993 Chevy Silverado with a Vortec engine. But, you know, that's fine. Whatever you want to roll with. <laughs> you know, whatever you want to roll with and Whatever roll you want to go through the mud with. But, I mean, great players, like you said, but it's too old. It's too yeah. much age, too much tread on them tires. This, this lineup would be sick in 2016. Oh yeah, it would be great, but it's not. Yeah, we're, um, we're not. We're not. Li- we're li- <laughs> Pittsburgh, like always, living in the past. It's like they're you know not up to date with the rest of the world. Where's Kevin Stevens? It's like I like Pittsburgh because it's like someone sprinkled a little bit of Oklahoma on the eastern, like over in the east. <laughs> like I, I kind of. <laughs> yeah, all you Yinzers out there. Yeah, it's... are are basically Philadelphia white trash. It's like you got Tulsa and you got Oklahoma City and then Pittsburgh and then <laughs> <laughs> and some dirt. Yes, you know? some dirt. Ooh, Connor Bedard's taking the at warmups without a helmet on. I thought that was not allowed at the, before he played Let's like hundred games. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. They probably took that. Ooh, that no away. one's telling him he can't. Oh, I know. I agree. Anyway, so no, I I agree. I think uh, it's they have the they have talent but man when are they gonna run out of steam you know i think it's i think it was last year like they they weren't really like yeah like you said carlson was a great pickup a few years ago like that was that would be a sick lineup in 2016 yeah um so yeah uh i a team that i think just had an absolutely 
pitiful off season. Oh man. Yeah, I couldn't be happier. <laughs> the New York Rangers, what are you doing with your lives? I mean they got Nick Benino. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you see that like half the lineup also has a letter on their jersey? Why? Is it like a captain's letter or is it like like, like someone is going to be the true C, but like uh, if I if I remember correctly, Fox, Goudreau, uh, Kreider, um, I'm going off memory. Maybe Panarin also. There's another name I'm forgetting right off the bat, but it's like half their lineup has an like an A, and it's just like can you figure out who's going to be leading this team? Oh, and Zabanajad. Another one. Jacob Truba is the like. I'm, I don't he's, know. He's been the he's been the captain there for I think a couple. Of years. Is that, that, yeah, that's, that's the that, unquestioned leader. But I mean, I, and I saw Mark Mathot tweet about this the other day about it, and he was like, he was just giving him shit like, oh man, we don't want to hurt anybody's egos in that locker room, do we? But fuck, man, they need to be hurt because they like how they played, like. Against Jersey in those last four games was awful. I mean... It wasn't like... One more point on that? Sorry. You're okay. About the A's, you don't see a guy like Andrew Cogliano, a depth veteran who's who has a lot of experience, bitch about an A. Because he knows his, his leadership in the locker room is enough. You know, and it's... Like, I don't know, like, are they still giving A's to players right before the trade deadline to enhance their value? Man, they, I think, like, is I think that they do still some, a thing? I think they do sometimes. Like, yeah, get with the times, man. It doesn't mean... Like, the only letter that means anything... Well, I mean, they do mean shit. The C. The C means it. The A's, to some franchises, they don't mean anything. Right. I, I think it means more <laughs> to certain players than it does others. Okay, so here... Hear me out. McKinnon doesn't want the captaincy, but I mean, it's almost like I don't. I think he's fine with having an A, but it's like he doesn't have to have it, kind of thing. And I, I don't know if it's a locker room decision on who gets it and who doesn't, but it's kind of like one of those things where some players probably don't give a shit, while others are more sensitive to the topic. Like I think that was an issue with Ryan O'Reilly in his young career, where he wasn't getting the quote-unquote respect that he was given and also money played into it, and that's why he was traded away from Colorado. Well, didn't he fuck a teammate's wife, too? I don't know about that. And I don't... I I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard that. I, I know, thought he... I know Brendan Shanahan did when he was in St. Louis. <laughs> but I thought... I, didn't he... There was some locker room troubles with that boy? I don't know. No. I mean, what, I know he had a DUI. Oh, wait. That might have been when he was in Buffalo. Which I don't blame him if that was the case. But uh, anyway, no. Well, no. the cab drivers get punched, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the cab drivers are were boycotting after Kane, the Kane family came through. Yeah, it's hard to get a ride, man. So, but anyway, let's go back to the New York Rangers. Um, what were, they, they, they picked up Blake Wheeler in the offseason. Great pickup. Great pickup. You know, and I like guys like Vincent Trocek also in that lineup. Like, he's, he's a great depth forward to have, but. Um, how do you, how, I know, okay, you have to speak not as a Devils fan, like as a true hockey fan. I like Keandre Miller on their back end. Adam Fox is, is a good, not good, he's, he's a great defenseman. Obviously, he's a Norris Trophy winner. But besides that, and, and, and Jacob Truba, I, I don't know 
I don't know where else you like you other bottom three defensemen are at. Maybe Ryan Lind- Lindgren, but I mean other than that, I mean that's kind of where they're they're I think thin at is defense defense. Yeah, um, I agree with you, Adam Fox. Truba, Keandre Miller, Ryan Lindgren, and then your third pair is, I don't know. Right. Um, That's a team, if you, like, if they have the support at the defensive end, that's a team, that that's a Stanley Cup winning roster. And they have, and they have uh, Jonathan Quick as their backup goalie. I mean, that's a great backup to have. Absolutely. And Igor Shosturkin is one of the best goalies in the league. I don't know if he's the best in New York right now, but he's... he's the, so you think it's Sororkin might have... We can move on to that here in a sec if you want. But I think... But you have a legit number one goalie in Igor. Absolutely. Like, he, I mean, he, he is one of the best in the league. So, you know, you have no problem there, and you have a Jonathan Quick who can pick up the slack if, you know, Igor's getting tired, if you will, or just having a bad night or, you know... Week, or week. just doesn't want to play. Yeah, that too. You know how Russians are. Anyway, so... But no, you, you have... I mean, you still got... Great players with, you know, as in Zabanajad, I mean, a Panarin. And you're just wanting guys like Lafreniere and Kako to finally take that step to become, you know, second liners, if not first liners. And they haven't seen that. And I think that's kind of worrisome for um, for the Rangers. Absolutely. They're, so. it's, some of their draft picks are just not panning out. They went back to Jimmy VC apparently, yeah. which is... I mean, he's a solid player, but if you're like, I don't think he adds anything to the lineup that's different. I mean, other right. than depth, um, the that's a really good team. Yeah, that team should compete. And you know, bring a Blake Wheeler, who's a, a big forward, and you know, also a veteran, a locker can be a locker room presence for that team. I think can help them along the way. But yeah, I. I yeah. I think their defense is where where they're gonna hurt at because their bottom two three are gonna be tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's depth is where they're gonna get hurt. Um, so injuries on the back end that would be the yeah that would be the worst possible thing that could happen. Right. But then we since we were talking about them, we can move over to the New York Islanders. What a boring fucking team. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Even though even though uh, former Notre Dame grad is their captain no i like i love anders lee don't get me wrong and notre dame players like woohoo notre dame yeah but that's a boring fucking team man they got your old boy uh, kyle palmary on there i know he's a notre dame boy as well yeah that's fucking boring like but uh, all they are is just a bunch of like physical forwards who are are, you know besides a barzell i mean i mean uh, besides that i don't i mean they don't bring a whole lot to the table there's yeah. just a bunch of power forwards in Barzell. Speed and yeah, uh, Brock Nelson's another one. Just yeah. burr, speed and power. Um, yeah, Sorokin might be the best goalie in the world right now. Definitely in New York, if you ask me right now. Um, I don't think anyone could argue any differently. Right. Um, with how the playoffs went, how the end of the season kind of trickled out. Um, yeah, you'd have to say Sororkin is the best in New York. And defensive-wise, I don't see a guy that stands out to me that's not like like a really good puck-moving defenseman. I don't know if Noah Dobson is that guy. I mean, I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know their defense that well enough to know who is their offensive like quarterback, if you would. Well, I mean, are you looking at Scott Mayfield, maybe? I don't, I don't, I don't see that from his game. I don't know, man. Like, Adam Pellick? 
not seeing that from him either. No. So, and the other Sebastian Ajo is very is very much a, a, a depth like defensive player. Yeah, it's I um Romanoff only had twenty two points last year. I mean a good skater, but yeah, like yeah. the production wasn't there. Yeah, I mean that's I think that's where they hurt. And I, maybe that's why Sorokin's so damn good is he sees so many he's so many bucks shot at him. You get so much many reps making saves. I mean, to your point, like Noah Dobson had forty nine points last year, so that's a quiet forty nine for a defenseman. That's a really quiet forty nine. Yeah. But yeah, I guess he he did have a a a great season out of Summerside, California, Canada. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, not California, Canada. Camp Canada, Canada. That's an <laughs> N, not an L. That's my favorite Nickelodeon. I show. just took an L. Um, that's okay. But yeah, uh, I think that's where they're going to be hurting at is their defense. If yeah, I if, and their and their lack of I guess skill on the forward end. I, I what do you feel like? I mean, they they have a bunch of grinders, but you don't want your team just to be you can't third grind, line grinders. Yeah, you really can't grind all eighty two games and yeah. then try to do it when it fucking matters because you're just gonna be worn out. Yeah, I, I it really is. And this uh, Lou Lamarillo has to realize it's not nineteen ninety five anymore. Yeah, and he was starting to fail at that in the with that 2013 team. Yeah, um, they're lucky they had a Martin Brodeur still able to fucking make it to the Stanley Cup. Yeah, they had that team relied off Marty, good goal to like yeah Marty, Ilya Kovalchuk, so they could put goals in when it mattered, and then yep. depth players like that was what it was. Right. Um. Sorry, not to talk about them. Um. But no, like it just they have to get with the times and i get it you want teams that can grind but you have to have the fucking talent as well to finish games i don't want to like i don't know how else to say this and i might be saying it wrong lou is a hall of fame gen like he's one of the most fascinating and one of the most successful respected respected people in sports i agree but it's like he's not ex- like everyone has kind of accepted the notion that playoff hockey and regular season hockey are completely different as we're gearing up and raw rowing the regular season. Well, and the game has changed. But yeah, the game has changed where you can't like you do have to. It's not load management, but you have to play a different. I don't know. Is it a different way, a different style, a different intensity? I don't know, but. But, I mean, if Matt Martin's in your lineup regularly, what does that say about your roster? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see? But, like, it's it's no disrespect to any of those guys on that team. It's just not conducive to winning hockey games in in this era. How did Anders Lee get to 33 years old already? Uh, Because time is a bitch. Wow. I know. But, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, and another guy they picked up last year, Bo Horvat. I mean, it fits their identity perfect, but their identity identity is not perfect because they just don't they just don't win games that way anymore. No, I, I, no. So I mean, he has a real team that looks fantastic in nineteen ninety five. Yeah, and also you know, Lou, let them wear numbers over the number thirty, and let them wear beards. He's wanted to be Steinbrenner. I know. So, uh, but if you want to move on, we can. Uh, yeah, let's. Let, let's I, you want to jump to Philly or Columbus, or and Washington? Forgot about Washington. Uh, I think honestly, those... I don't like. Do do either of those teams warrant a lot of time? I like the only Col- thing I like Columbus. 
I was going to say, Columbus, the only thing I want to touch on is I'm glad they got rid of Babcock, but they should never yes. have fucking hired him in the first place. Yes. And Pascal Vincent, I hope he does fantastic. Because, like, it, like I, apparently, like, it, on Spit and Chicklets, like, they talk about um, he's deserved that kind of, uh, a, you know, head coaching job and opportunity. So I hope he does a, a great job for the Columbus Blue Jackets. They have a lot of, you know, kids coming up. Van Tilly is a guy I'm excited to see. Um, played out of University of Michigan. So waiting to see a guy like that play with Goudreau. I don't think they're going to be great, but they're going to be an interesting team to watch. Um, that's for sure. Washington starting to get up there in age. I don't think they're going to do much. They've been up there. Like, I know, yeah. but it's, it's, <laughs> it's like a worse version of Pittsburgh at this point. Yeah, but the only thing is it's Ovechkin who's way cooler than Crosby. And all, all we're watching to see is if he can break the goal all-time goal uh, leader. Uh, uh, you know, So that's the only thing we're, I'm waiting on for them. But And then Philly, more transition, just more rebuilding. It's going to be... They're going to be hardworking because, you know, John, John, Jonathan Tortorella is going to be a hell of a hard coach for that roster. Is he? Did he make it the whole year? They didn't fire oh, yeah. his ass yet? No, he didn't. And you know what? Near the end, he let his assistant coaches actually, quote-unquote, head coach for the game, and he watched from the from the press box. A, it's kind of cool to give your assistant coaches some head coaching experience to coach the game themselves. But it's also maybe a good thing for him to actually watch from above and kind of observe players as well yeah and, I, and you know i think some people think it maybe it's an ego thing with john torella but it's i don't think so i think he's just th- that kind of a coach and you know what he's actually adapted better than like a lou lamarillo has with the game yes he still asks his team to block shots but he still understands that the game has changed if you were coaching a team like a group of youngsters that were starting to shoot the puck hard. Yeah. Would you teach them to block shots or no? To I'd teach them to like to acquire it in their game, but not only part of it. Okay. Like, hey, when you're in your defensive zone, take care of your defensive zone. And if you need to block shots, you know, be in be here, 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 and here to block those lanes to help your goaltending out to get the puck going the other way to, you know, showcase your talent that offensive talent. I think it has still, you know, a place in the game, and I think he realizes that. But I mean, he's he's still definitely that old school mentality. You know, he's very hard on his players, but because he knows well, he can get a lot of that. But play. it's not like the locking shots thing is not uh, uh, the old Michigan coach from the '60s. I, I'm uh, my dad's voice is in my head right now, telling me the voice or his name. <laughs> But uh, he explicitly would tell his players not to block shots. Well, and some goalies don't like it. Yeah. And, um, but, I mean, it, but sometimes it just depends on your system and if your goaltender is okay for that. Yeah. That's a good point, too, getting to the go- like, talking to the goalie. Yeah. Um, good point, shall we? So, but I think that wraps up our Metropolitan, and then we can finally get to the Atlantic Division. Um, where tonight the Lightning are playing. Oh, fuck. This is one of my favorite. Di- well, I don't know if it's my favorite. It's a good division, though. There's, it really. There's, there's some teams up and coming, but then there you got some jug- juggernaut teams as well at the top. Well, fuck with what Florida did last year. Can they repeat it? They retained mostly everyone, didn't they? Yeah. And Spencer Knight, you know, got help for his OCD, 
which good on him. Is he back with the team? He's going to be starting, I think, the AHL. But that's to get some AHL time, or not some starting time, excuse me. But good for him. Credit to him taking well, care of his... Go ahead. Well, yeah, taking care of his mental health before the se- like. But the thing was, like, early on when he got when he left for that program, that the, for the NHL assistance program, people, all, of course, all thought, oh, he's doing cocaine or doing this and that and shit like that. I'm like... Dude, you know that you know those are there's several different reasons for that program. How about you shut the fuck up and that's what the program's for. Yeah, to, Ranger like, fans. That, like that's why there's a stigma because yeah. of assholes like that. Like right. f- like fuck. And the- don't get me wrong. It's not like NHL players haven't had issues with drugs and cocaine in the past, <laughs> but it's not every goddamn player. You'd be surprised how many players, you know, smoke weed or takes, you know, edibles well and that's that could be more on mental health than anything else as well even if it is yeah it's not their fucking business and you should it's definitely not your business to fucking shame them but he but he came out and spencer knight that is and said that's why he left last year to go to that program and good for him yeah you know good on him for talking about it if you wanted to and good on him for taking care of that and addressing it which as a goalie i can see where it would be ocd would be extremely helpful but if it was to the extent to now, where it, yeah. like it could be absolutely a hindrance Look, looking back at that i want to say man now it makes sense why a lot of goalies do a lot of the mannerisms they do well patrick waugh he uh yeah patrick waugh patrick waugh would step over the lines he would never touch a line on the ice and then marty brodeur my our two french canadian goalies um marty would dress dress either from left to right or from right to left right like they're like they're absolute. Uh, uh, Clint Mallerchuk, um, yeah, he has one of the more famous. Uh, he has like severe severe OCD, OCD. Yeah. and he's his life story. If you ever want to read on a guy who has gone through some things and has rectified, and kind of like just like he's a very inspirational character. He had a mini mini thirty for thirty done about him. So if you can find that, watch it. Yeah, uh, um, but no, like. Definitely some guys that you notable ones that you mentioned that has some possible OCD that they may not have addressed publicly, but we don't know if they've done it in the, like behind the scenes. But it's definitely understandable from goaltending, like goaltenders, excuse me. And, and another guy that went through the program for that, I, I know we keep bringing up Avs players, but like Colin Wilson was a guy like that. I don't know if you remember him. He was a former National Predator as well. Mm-hmm. Went to the Avs. But apparently, like, he dealt with some severe OCD issues. And part of the reason why he left, uh, you know, the game was to go focus on his mental health and take care of that stuff. But, like, he was tying his skates so often, and, like, he was bleeding from his arm, like, his hands. And I'm kind of, I'm not the same way, but I like my skates kind of tight, so I understand why or how I did that, too. So When I was young, I did yep. that. I never thought about that. Yep. So that's, I mean, that's that's just one example he gave. So, oh shit! Man. But anyway, no. So good on Spencer Knight uh, with the Florida Panthers, and you know, hopefully he turns around and shows the he he had some good goaltending moments last year. So we'll he's see. a stud. Yeah. He's a stud. He's a really good goalie. Um, yeah. When Bobrovsky decides to retire, um, they've got their number one right there. Yep. Nope. I agree. So uh, who do you want to move on uh, to next? You want to go say stay in the same state and go to the Tampa Bay Lightning? Man, let's do it. All right. They're right now leading uh, Nashville four to three with three. 44 left in the third and this opening game of uh, the NHL season. I still think this team could win it. They do. They have the experience, <laughs> man. It, it, like 
They do. And I know we talked about aging stars, but Stamkos is you know still playing well. Hedman is still a great player. Kucherov, still a, a psycho Russian man. He's he, but he he plays so damn hard, and he's such a competitive guy. He seems pissed. He's always pissed. Well, he seems more pissed. Well, did you watch him during the uh, Cup Finals against the Abs? Like he was swinging his stick, not necessarily at yeah. players, just just like at the boards and stuff. That that man is a competitor, like on another level. Like yeah. Michael Jordan probably wasn't was he undrafted? Or no, like he was sixth a, round. He or? was a late round pick. Like, but I don't know if that was a stigma with uh, with uh, Russian players. Like you know, some guys who you pick and they just don't even bother to show up. So who knows? Or I don't know if he's necessarily undersized, but man, he it's a hell of a find by that by that scout. Well, I don't know. It just kind of goes to show you, like, when you are getting evaluated on all this different shit, but mm-hmm. if you bring something that's completely different and off, you know, right. off everyone's radar, fuck, you can, you have just as much right to tear it up in the league as someone else does. Right. Um, Tampa Bay, yeah, they still have the... Well, they don't have Corey Perry this year, so maybe they have a chance to win the cup again. <laughs> They they have Vasilevsky who is well he's hurt he's gonna be gone for a couple months but they yes he's still on the on the team but like the playoffs are when they're gonna need him right and that's where that's where he'll be and something I have failed miserably as a goalie historian <laughs> is to kind of marvel at Vasilevsky right he has been. Not just one of the best goalies of this his generation. generation. Yeah, he's got to be top three. This era. No, this he's era. like I've. You've got to start thinking as him of top three, top five. I would agree. Um, and I, you know, like a guy of his size, not not the like muscle wise the str- biggest guy, but lanky, agile. Like he he fits the bill of one of the of a, excuse me a prototypical goalie that you want in this day and age, and he is. Definitely the best in the league at the moment still. And he can do... He can take the most offensive teams, Mm -hmm. and if he is on it, you're not going to score. Nope. And only... There is only a few goalies in history that can do that. Right. I would agree. Uh, Vassie's one of them. Um, His ability to be... Just to play so many games... I mean, granted, he's injured now, but he has been so reliable and rock steady for that team and franchise. Yeah. Um. No, I agree, man. He's he he's definitely one of a kind, and I think when he retires, we're gonna be talking about him as one of the best goalies in the league. So I agree. Yeah, he's got to be considered, but right. Um, but uh, like that defense is still like like I said, led by Victor Hedman. They got Mikhail Sergachev still back there. Eric Cernak, Calvin DeHaan. I mean. Hayden Fleury. They still got some really good pieces on that defensive end. And they have the best coach in the game. John Cooper is so fucking good. I would I would tend to agree he's one of the best in the league. I'd say Jared Bednar is up there too, but yeah, I'd say longevity, I think John Cooper's been the best. I I don't watch Colorado enough, but I feel like if I had a Kale McCarr mm-hmm. and a Nathan McKinnon, I think I could win some hockey games as a coach. Well, I think if I had a Kucherov, Stamkos, and Hedman, I could win some games. That's probably true too. That's so, probably true. So as I'm well. not knocking Cooper at all. That's probably but to, true. To your well. point, um, but still, they got guys like like we said, Stamkos, Kucherov, Brain Point. 
a fucking like another player that underappreciated. Like yes. the the aforementioned guys get all the credit, but Point's been uh like he can he He's been on point. Hey he can like he is able to get goals when no one else can. He kinda has that like get your own shot mentality as in yep. like a, a shooting yep. guard in uh, basketball. He got ninety five points last year, fifty one goals, forty four assists in eighty two games. Yeah, he fifty one. And, and in, in playoffs he's a point per game. Like so, like I'm looking at his career that playoff a, stats. That is a dude's dude. Yeah, that is a dude's dude. That is and a only guy's five, guy, I, man. I say I say only five ten, but five ten, and plays like he's six two. Yeah, that he's he is an animal, in a good way. I feel like a little, like he's one of those he's one of those players where it's yeah. like, you're doing all that with that, and then yes. So, but no, like depth wise, they still got Hay, uh, Hagel. Uh, Tanner Janot, Cercielli, uh Nick Paul. So, I mean, they're going to be tough to beat in that division, that's for sure. So, let's let's go on, move on. Who do we want to go to? What? We want to go to Boston or Let's go Boston. Let's go Boston. And the Rat. Yes, the Rat who just got named the team captain this year. Um and if you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Brad Marchand. He he <laughs> he was given the C, yes, which means cantankerous, <laughs> um, or close your ears. Catch you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> or cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, he he is definitely that player. But you know what? He has the skill and the toughness to, to back it up. He he does. But God, I hate him. Like, I know, I know. He is such a. But he's like a. I won't say lovable, but he's like such an easy guy to hate. But man, you'd love to have him on your team. Um, yeah, I love to have him on the team. He is just a menace. Pasta is not just a delicious dish. No, it's not. That was a terrible way to bring us back in. (laughs) (laughs) Pasta, is it good for you? Pasternak is still going to do his thing in Boston. Um, Coming off his best season last year, 113 points, 61 goals. he's He's another one that's just fucking... Right. Like plays it a little differently, and it, mm-hmm. it, it he's just fucking a marvel. Right, he he is he is a hell of a scoring machine and a, a hell of a good player overall too. But um, he was the twenty fifth pick of that draft, and I want to see. I'm trying to go back to that because I know there's a lot of teams that kind of missed on him that didn't go after him. Um, let's see the first fourteen to twenty five. Okay, so he was the twenty fifth pick overall. Uh, I'll go. Let's go twenty four down. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Real quick. Vancouver picked Jared McCann. Eh. Colorado missed hard on Connor Blinkley at 23. Never played a game in the NHL. Pittsburgh Isn't got... Isn't Connor Blinkley a Teletubby? No, he might be. But he's playing the ECHL with, the I think, the main Mariners right now. Um, after that, Pittsburgh had Kasperi Kapanen. Not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. Uh, St. Louis went Robbie Fabry. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Uh, Chicago went Nick Schmaltz. I wouldn't say a miss, but definitely a, a depth player. Then you got Tampa Bay picking Tony D'Angelo. No. Eh. Then you went Minnesota, who went Alex Tuck, but then traded him. So they could have had Poster knock over him. But Tuck is a good pick. Tuck I, is a really good pick. They got Philly taking Travis Sanheim. He's okay defenseman, but not, not a spectacular. Nothing to call home about. Columbus took Sonny Milano, who's been bounced around. Not great. 
Detroit took Dylan Larkin. Would that would say that's probably the right pick at that that one right there. I don't know. That's hometown kid. Yeah, from Michigan. That's a really good pick. Dallas, and he's been a hell of a player for them, especially during a really shitty time. Yeah, I agree. Dallas took U.S. Honka. I don't even think he's in the league anymore. Washington to Jake, Jacob Rana. Okay pick right there, I guess. But still, I would have probably taken now knowing Pasternak over that. Yeah. Um, Arizona took Brandon Perlini. Hasn't done really much in the NHL, and I don't think he's in the league anymore. Speaking of pasta. Yeah. Uh, Nashville took Kevin Fiala. Decent pick at that. Great pick. Yeah. Uh, Anaheim took Nick Ritchie. Didn't really pan out to what they expected. Uh, Nikolai Ehlers was picked by Winnipeg. It's kind of an up in the air because he's been a good player for them, but looking back at it, Pasternak probably would have been Pasternak's better. Pasternak's the way to... But yeah. There's not a handful of players that are better than Pasta in the league. Well, I'm looking at that draft. Leon Dreisaitl dropped the three. Ekblad was the first overall pick in that, that draft. Buffalo took Sam Reinhart uh, next. So, I Who mean, is three? Dry Seidel. And Oh, and Sam Bennett. So you want to talk about... So f- three of the top Fuck. four guys are now in Florida. Isn't that kind of funny? Ekblad, Reinhardt, and Sam Bennett are now all in Florida. <laughs> Jesus. I know. So Anyway, no, Pasternak was, the I think, probably the... Let me look at points-wise, at least. Besides Leon Dreisaitl, he's... He, yeah, Leon Dreisaitl is number one. Pasternak's number two. Braden Point. 79th overall, number three points wise. Oh boy! So, but no, Pasternak. You want to talk about an elite player for that team? Like, those two are going to hook up. I mean, for a lot of points. But how do you think they're going to do? What that wise after miss, like losing a a? Uh, oh man, I can't believe I'm forgetting his Bergeron and Krejci. So who are they going to run as their first round or first line center? Yeah. I mean, who, who, Pavel who Zaka, you, who, he, who do you replace? I guess you, Charlie Coyle. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's not going to be Trent Frederick. It, or Pavel, pa- Pavel Zaka is probably going to be a second line center then. Yeah. And Jesper, I mean, not Jesper Bolquist either. I mean, it's, I don't know. They're going to, it's going to be. It's gonna be. They're down the down the middle. They're gonna be t- like. They're gonna be very thin. And how how do you play? How do you play defensively different when your first line goes from having a multiple time Selkie Award winner mm-hmm. to having Charlie Coyle? Yeah. Not no. Not to shit on Charlie Coyle. Great player. Not great player. Good player. Good player. But he's not Patrice Bergeron. No. No. Or Krejci, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, I mean they. I guess they. I don't know. They brought back Milan. Lucic. Run Milan Lucic up the middle. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Hell yeah! He doesn't even put his stick down. He do, just punches. Don't <laughs> yeah. Don't even just fucking go straight to the net. Yeah, and, and punch the goalie. <laughs> Remember me. <laughs> I can just imagine him just running amok, just like not even like looking for the puck. I'm like Guatemalan crabs. I always return. <laughs> but man, I can't imagine how that's gonna go. I, I'm kind of. I mean, it's kind of cool to see him, uh, Lucic, go back, quote unquote, home. But 
Yeah, they they just didn't address that center depth very well, if you ask me. Oh well, yeah, they did. They got Milan Lucci <laughs> at left wing. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they that's that's a big uh, a big hole for them as a uh, as a as a puck club puck club. Um, but they did like on the back end, they did get a Kevin Shattenkirk, and they still got Riley Walsh. I mean, Charlie McAvoy. Charlie McAvoy is an absolute monster. Brandon I Carlo. Love his game. Yeah. Yeah, and Grizzlick's a good Grizzly. player. Like they defensively, Campus Lindholm too, and they have two fantastic goalies. Um, defensively, they're stacked. Yeah, I mean, I guess looking in hindsight, Patrice Bergeron. I mean, not to say that when you lose a Selkie Award winner, that it's not going to be a big hit, but that's a really good defensive core, and you have two of the best goalies really in the league that's the best goalie tandem i think i'd probably say so after last year but can they repeat it we did, we'll have to see Swain, two, swayman and olmark i would say they they've two years they've they've played really well together yeah i mean it, i mean will they continue I, I i bet so so we'll see um i especially with jim montgomery at the helm really good coach one of the best coaches in the league so i think uh i think they'll be fine i think they're still gonna be tough to beat in that division so um, we can move on from them, but I think there's... How possibly... does Bruce Cassidy win the Stanley Cup last season, but the Boston Bruins are still in a better situation coaching-wise? <laughs> That's a true fucking statement. That is statement. a very interesting <laughs> statement, and I don't think you're wrong. That is a paradox. Because, because Bruce Cassidy, I think he's just a tough coach, and I think it just starts to wear on teams after a while. So this is his first season, right, in, in, uh, yeah. in uh, Vegas, so... Maybe it starts going downhill. We'll yeah, see. there'll be a sub 500 club this year. Want to talk about underachieving teams? Toronto Maple Leafs next. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, like, this is my plea. <laughs> yeah. And didn't he just sign the extension, Matthews? I think so. But, fuck. Like, <laughs> I, our best, our best American import that we have... In anything. Yeah. Except for weapons. And this podcast of Belgium. And this podcast. You're welcome, Belgium. Yeah. Um, but our best ec- import or our best export is just wasting away Cupless in Toronto. Yeah. That sounds like a rom-com, by well, the way. You, cupless you, in Toronto? Would you rather him be Cupless in Toronto or Cupless in Arizona? I would rather him be Cupless in Arizona. Okay. I'd rather him be playing at the packed... 5,000 seat Arizona State Arena. <laughs> it's sad when they had a more, like, bigger preseason crowds and their quote unquote home games. Yeah, like. Which saw we had over, yeah. over 6,000 plus for that game. Wasn't it like. It was just a lower bowl, but a uh, sellout, but it was, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, but let's talk about the players on the Toronto Maple Leafs. They, get, they got Tyler Bertuzzi in the offseason. I think that's a good get. I like his game. That's a uh, hell of a game. Pick up. Tough, tough kid. Um, can put the puck in the net. Kind of the same way with Max Domi that they also got, who, going back home to where, you know, his dad was a fucking legend for the Maple Leafs. So, some good uh, players that they picked up there. You on, mispronounced goon. Uh, my bad. He's not a goon. Oh, wait, you're talking about his dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a – well, don't say goon. His dad doesn't like that term. So, uh, but, you know, their defense is, is going to be fine. I, I think so. I mean, they have Mark Giordano. He's 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 getting up there in age, though. T.J. Brody's still pretty good. 
Uh, Timothy Lilgren is is another good piece of that puzzle, and, and of course Morgan Riley, their their best defensive player on that team overall. And then you know, they got guys like Connor Timmons, who's you know depth wise is a good good player for them. But it sucks uh, that just the news yesterday was Jake Muzzin is moving to the front office as a pro scout. Oh shit! So he is done playing, which sucks because he's a great defensive player as well. And just for some reason, just couldn't get healthy there. So well, that's unfortunate, and that's a real loss for them, especially yeah. with playoff experience. Uh, right. You lose a guy with a couple cups. Yeah. Um, and then you lose also another guy in Matt Murray for six to eight months with his double hip replacement. But some people are thinking, eh, that's just a long, uh, uh, you know, a roster, <laughs> like a uh, salary cap kind of casualty thing. So, but they, I mean, they have Ilya Sampson off still. Jason Wolf on for their uh, and Martin Jones also in their goaltending. Well, uh, yeah, I I hate Matt Murray is probably your your best shot at having a functional goalie, but that's at, at the end they're just like the Devils. They can have all the bells and whistles and all the stars or the Edmonton Oilers or the Edmonton Oilers, but if you do not have a killer and goal it doesn't matter yep and they do not have a killer and goal they don't have a shutdown dude they don't have a reliable guy it's sorry i i was i was so close and i had a moment i like i i was i'm gonna get meta with it as the kids say meta the gen w's (laughs) um bro this take is mid whatever (laughs) (laughs) so I was like, man, this is the year Toronto's going to get it done. This is the year. This is the year. Look at this roster. This is what's going to happen. They're going to get it done. Five years now. And then I ate the rock. (laughs) I ate the rock that is their goaltending, and I feel sick. And it, like, I, 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 like, I'm glad I'm eating it now and not later in the year. Right. But, like, again, that goal, like, the goalie situation is just abysmal. Yep, it's it's tough to swallow for for all Leafs fans. So, no, I I agree. It's gonna be interesting how their far their goaltending takes them. I mean, they have elite talent on their 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 forward court. I mean, we we already know about Austin Matthews. You got still got Mitch Marner up there. So um, William Nylander, Willie Nylander, Jonathan Taves. I mean Ryan Ryan Reeves, Chuck and Fist. I know. I got Bobby McCann. I also got him. Uh, Matthew Nyes, I'm interested to see how he does next year. And then uh, Holmberg as well. Picked I, up Jeff Kle- or John Kleenberg. John Kleenberg, yep. Um, yeah, I did mention him a little bit ago. So um, they have they have the talent to compete for a Stanley Cup on the forward core. But goaltending is, I agree, is going to be their, going to be their, you know, weak spot if you will so um where do you want to move to next from there let's play does this team make the playoffs okay and then we'll go we'll kind of jump into the to the to the team yeah the detroit red wings no they don't okay let's (laughs) (laughs) but we can jump into talking about them (laughs) um dylan larkin um we mentioned him earlier uh hell of a player he's been a great captain through some really turbulent times turbulent there. times um who was the guy uh the he he uh the guy who uh it was the ceo of um caesar's pizza 
Oh, the Illich family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they like, had to. He had Dylan like, Larkin was the fucking captain of the Red Wings when he died. Yeah, like Dean Herman or something. Dean, no, it's Illich. Like Dean it's Illich. Like, it's like Mike Illich or something like that. Well, yeah, it, but that, it's the Illich family. Yeah, like, well, that guy died. So yes. that, I mean, he's getting over that. <laughs> Still, <laughs> not enough hot and ready's can get you over that for a while. Which is upsetting. Yeah. No, it, you know, it, and you know what's actually, you know. It, Colorado fan, it's a it was a huge rivalry back in the day, but much respect to the franchise as a whole. That that ownership group when they took over in the eighties turned that club around and made them a contender for a long time. So nothing but respect for the Illiches and you know. Uh, oh, not the Illich family. Who are you thinking? Of? The the Caesar's Pizza guy. That's the same thing. No. Yes, I, it is. No, I mean, I, I'm sure it is, but the guy, I, I, that's not who I'm thinking of. Anyway, you're, we'll move on. I'm thinking, I'm, we'll move on. You're killing me. I know. Yeah, Mike Illich, Little Caesars owner. And he paid Rosa Parks' rent for a while until her death in 2005. Good man. But anyway, to talk about the Red Wings in the whole, yeah, Dylan Larkin, uh, Lucas Raymond is a guy who needs to have a good year. Um, some other notes. Uh, David Perron is still on their team. 34, 35-year-old guys starting to get up there. But they got some guys recently. Uh, Andrew Kopp, Alex Debrinkat, Robbie Fabry, and TJ Comfer. So, I, you know, they got some decent players, some good depth. But I don't know if they have, like, a game-breaking forward uh, other than really Larkin, if you would, I mean, I think they're, they're they have some good grinders, but nothing like a, a true top line, if you would. Alex DeBrincat is a fantastic. I think he's a game breaking, a game breaking forward that's coming into his own right now. Sure, but not there's not enough talent there to fill a top line. No, no, there's not. Um, and Gostas Bear. Yep. I mean, you and got. Charot. Yeah. Um. Oli Monta, Jeff Petrie, I mean, oh, and then, you know, Mort Sider, you know, a big, tough defenseman, you know, I think, the great draft pick, it was criticized at the time, but I think it was a, a great pick for, by the Detroit. I can't believe he's only 22. I know. Like, that's nuts. He reminds me of kind of like a Konstantinov with a little bit more skill. Like, he hits really hard, like, he, he plays physical and, you know, unapologetic about it, but he's he's not dirty by any means, so. No, just a big guy that yeah. hits. yep. Um, but uh, when you look at the goaltending situation, Billy Uso, James Reimer, and Alex Lyon. Nothing to call home about. Lots, a lot to left to be desired. I think Billy Uso's good, but not the. I don't think, you know, James Reimer and Lyon decent to have as a backup. But man. they've all had their seasons. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but yeah. it's nothing to build a franchise upon, right. especially at this point in their careers. Sure. And if you want to jump to another team. Well, I guess there could be two other teams we could talk about. Do they make the playoffs, TJ? The R- Buffalo Sabres. Yes. I am sold on this team. Do you? Buffalo is back. It's going to be fun. I get to see Matthew Barnaby's crazy alcoholic <laughs> ass bouncing <laughs> off the walls on Twitter and betting thousands of dollars on the Jets. Threatening like, Sean Avery to fight him in the ECHL. Yeah, like I, it's so it's a beautiful time in hockey. Um, no, Buffalo is going to make the playoffs. They have too much talent not to. They are big. They are physical. They yeah. are fast. Led by Kyle, well, not led by, but captained by Kyle Oposo. But like guys like Dylan Cousins, who are starting to become, 
you know, franchise players, Peyton Krebs, um, Tage Thompson, who took a huge step the last year. Holy boats. And Alex sure Tuck, who was like an emotional leader, but also a really good player. So I think they're – and Jack Quinn, also a prospect uh, in their in their system. Jeff Skinner still, you know, there playing, you know, some good minutes. Matt Savoy. The I best mean, player to ever lace him. <laughs> yeah. The best player never to play in the playoffs, Jeff yeah, Skinner. The best player ever. I mean, they they have a good lineup uh, forward wise. Like I, I'm I'm very impressed with how they've developed that talent and how they're gonna be this next coming year. But then they also have a guy on the back end with Rasmus Dahlin who got a ten a ten million dollar or eleven million dollar extension. Or and he deserves it. I, he I don't deserves disagree. every bit of it. And then they also have Owen Power, who's just a big defenseman at six six. Um, I mean, they have some good pieces on the back end. And then they bring in a veteran guy like Eric Johnson who can help develop those young guys in the locker room that's, as well. This is a team that's a goalie and like two, three forwards away from a Stanley Cup well, run. Well, I think they have a goalie, but he might take a couple more years to develop fully. But Devin Levi, dude, that guy is he, – he, he, he could be in like the next best thing in the next couple of years. Well, are they going to – I know he got a little bit of playing time towards the end of last right. season – are they going to pony him up for a lot of minutes this I don't, year? I don't or? know. That's a good question because they, they still have Eric Comrie and Ukula Pekka Lukanen. He was, an, I think, an ECHL All-Star. I think he played in Wichita for that game. But um, I don't know if you just send him to the AHL not as a demotion but as to get some starting time mm-hmm. for, for Devin Levi, excuse me. But I think that may be what they do. I think just to, you know – not ease him in a little bit more, but just give him some more starting minutes. I think that'd be the smart play to do, but I think he definitely showed last year how, what he's capable of, but just give him some more time to marinate in the AHL, I think is the right call. But, man, this team has the ability in the next couple of years to to be really, really good. This this Buffalo team, if you're a – if you are in western New York – yes. You northern be, Pennsylvania, yeah, northern Pennsylvania, which is like really eerie south Oklahoma. <laughs> so, I hope you all, I hope that made sense for everyone listening, especially same amount of teeth, yeah, just four, four <laughs> per house. If you are a fan of the Sabres, you are going to be a happy individual for yep. the next like 10 to 15 years I at agree. least um you guys have some horses in the what, what is it called the what are they called the stable stable yeah, probably stable. A stable i was like where i wanted to say that? kennel but that was the that was the wrong <laughs> no, word that's where mango's at <laughs> yeah he is in the, he's a bad boy <laughs> speaking of bad boys and teams that probably should be better than what they are I think the Ottawa Senators are a team that's kind of keeping you wanting more out of them. What do you think? Yeah, and I, what does Brady Kachuk do? Like, <laughs> he, he fights just, people, <laughs> which is what I would do. I mean, I I'm sick of it. Uh, I are they another? But I think team? he's a good leader for that team. But I mean, they did pick up Vladimir Tarasenko. Yes, great pickup. Yeah, I think that's a good pickup as well. And then a guy like Tim Stutzel, I think he had. 80 points last year quietly stutzel is get. he's coming into his own their yeah. draft some of their draft picks are starting to 90 show. points i'm sorry 90 points last season damn son so but brady kachuk uh emotional leader he, he he had 83 points in 82 games so he is you know he is 
what he's built up to be. He's a tough player to play against, but he can put up points. Yeah, Tarasenko to the lineup, but you take away Dvrinkit. And, I mean, you got Dominic Kubuyek, or Kubuyek, whatever you want to, how you ever want to pronounce it, but... And then, Cla- and then Claude Giroux, you know, a vet on that lineup as well. You know, but the rest of the lineup is just a bunch of guys. <laughs> I mean, to, to just frank, a bunch of dudes, guys, man. I mean, Josh Norris is, is you know, still in the lineup, but he's he's hurt. And, you know, you want to probably take your time with him and so you don't rush him back and you risk him getting hurt again since he's so young. But they're, they're, the rest of their forward depth is just very lackluster. Yeah, it's... It is on the back end. They have Jacob Chichern, uh I mean, Thomas Harmonic. They got um, Jake Sanderson, who I think just got an extension. Uh, Thomas Shabbat, who is probably their best defenseman right now. But Jacob Chichern is a good a good pickup. I think uh, he was winning out of Arizona and then eventually landed with Ottawa. But I think that that helps their defensive core a little bit. Still, kind of the same thing about their forwards, lackluster more depth wise. So I think they're just struggling a little bit, but they're I think they're on the right track. They're just trying to find the right fit for that uh, that roster, and then rounding out their goalies, Anton Forsberg, and on, and then they have Corpusalo as their backup. I mean, other than that, not this really, is not really the much face. <laughs> Corpusalo, this, this is the face. Like that is everything that a man should be. <laughs> I didn't know that the that's, handlebar mustache was still. It's I don't know. Like that's this. that's if you order, it's if you order Thor off of that Timu site. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why Thor was only seven bucks. That well, that's kind of what our podcast is. It's really like a podcast from the old Timu site. Spitting chiclets, but more of chiclets spitting. It'll get the job done for like five minutes and it's really unreliable but sometimes it'll turn on randomly like you know when you least expect it and your phone gets a notification like oh shit what the hell was this you're like oh it's those alcoholics that try to talk about sports okay i'll listen yep but no we appreciate uh, it yeah but no just a lot of uh you know they have a lot of good talent at the top but ottawa's uh depth wise is just tough to really write home about so speaking of tough teams uh last but not least the montreal canadians they have some good pieces but man they are just uh they're struggling they they need uh some help besides their really their top line first i want to talk about the coaching martin st louis is the dude for that franchise um i i hate the canadians i really do but (laughs) um I cool. no, I like to see them do. That's another club I like to see do well. Well, it, when Canadians are good, the NHL's good. Yeah, and they have twenty three championships. They haven't won since ninety three. They're kind of like my Cowboys, so I respect them. Um, they picked up Nick Suzuki in the off season. No, We're... they didn't. He's been their captain. He was a draft pick. Uh, who am I? I'm not Alex Newhook. They picked him in the offseason. Oh, sorry, Kirby Doc. That's Kirby Doc. Yeah. Sorry, I had a. I I was looking well, at he, one. He's, and he's been there a year, so I was looking at one and switching the other. You know. Yeah. No, Kirby Doc's been there for a year, so decent pickup. Sean Monahan, another guy who was picked up recently, but has had some injury issues. Um, Slavich, I can never pronounce this man's name. Slavskowski. Oh, yeah, he's. 
Man, he's going to be interesting to see how he turns out for a first overall pick or a first round pick. He's still only 19. Yeah, and you want to develop him the right way instead of rushing him. I mean, he seemed like he was a man on fire when he first started, but got injured. So it'd be interesting to see how he develops. Well, and he kind of jumped up that draft class. Uh, he kind of jumped up that draft board because he did so well at juniors. Right. Um, so, I don't, I, yeah, you do want to develop him. And he's a big boy. Uh, I don't know how tall he is or how big he is. Oh, there he is. 240 and 6'3". Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, he's carrying some lumber. Um, he has a heavy shot with him. He's, I mean, he's a big dude. Right. Um, I, I agree with you. Just develop him, you know, give yeah. him some confidence. Yeah. And then you also got guys like Josh Anderson and then Cole Caulfield, who has a hell of a shot, um, who has enjoyed, I'm sure enjoyed Martin St. Louis coming to the helm uh, for them. So little ants man like and i don't mean that in a derogatory way like yeah um no i get what you're saying like great players a lot of energy yeah like great strong skaters um electric to watch both of them right and nick Suzuki also rounding out that that top pairing so um but then defensively you know they got a got a lot of guys that they're developing uh justin baron who was a pick for the abs um, really good defenseman can skate the puck, decent shot. Um, they got a, you know, veteran David Savard. He was with Columbus for the longest time. Um, and then they have young guys like uh, Arbor. I can't Zach Zach Jai, Zach I or something like that. Who they nickname is uh, Wi-Fi. Who is a tough son of a bitch on the back end too. Um, but no, they, they their defensive core is kind of lacking without you know like a their a, a Weber who I think is going to probably end up retiring if he hasn't already. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're lacking a lot of that on the back end. And then, obviously, with their goaltending without Carey Price, and I don't think he's ever going to. Oh, he retired, back. though. Yeah. So, so they have Jake Allen and Caden Primo. And so, Jake Allen, not a bad goalie, but not a true starter. He had his moment where he was mm-hmm. um, and played some quality playoff minutes. Right. Never got St. Louis over the hump, though. But, I mean, to be honest, that was against a lot of those old uh, Chicago Blackhawk teams with Taves and... Yeah. Taves. So, I mean, to his to, to be fair... He was going up against the dynasty. Yeah. But, no, he, obviously, he's, he's a... Oh, he's, he, you're younger than us, so he was born 90, so he's 33. We're going to be 33, so... Uh, not quite as old as I actually thought he was going to be, but then uh, Caden Primo, who's one of their, you know prospects coming up to see how he develops but from jason Voorhees, new jersey yes farmington hills as they also <laughs> call it uh, but no just an interesting uh you know team where they're, they're very young they need a lot of prospects so it just we i don't think they're gonna sniff the playoffs but could be sniffing a top five pick for sure so um but that rounds up our nhl talk and really i mean i know we had some other notes on the docket but i mean are, do we really need to get to some of those i mean i think the only other notable things this weekend i mean in football where if you want to talk about nfl or college football i already know what i want to talk about was the oklahoma and texas game probably one of the best games of the year and I, I want your perspective on that because as an ou fan it was pretty much what i expected was it? And, well, uh, let me finish, though. When Texas went up with a minute 17 left, I honestly thought that's the game. Great game by both teams, but you know what? I think the 
I won't say the better team won, but I, it was you know Texas won, would have won. I thought that would have been fair with the showing that would happen. But then, Mister Big Dick himself, Daniel Gabriel, fucking took the seizures down in about a minute to the goal line, the, uh, the Texas goal line, and scores a touchdown with 15 seconds left. You want to talk about Heisman moments? That is one of them. Now, is he going to win the Heisman? Probably not. But I think it puts him in a the conversation. But for this team, a year ago, who lost to Texas 49 to nothing and was motivated for getting embarrassed at that same game a year before, what a hell of a turnaround, not only for this season, but for that game in that rivalry. And just tip of the cap also to Texas for playing a hell of a game too. Like, no one on that team should be embarrassed about losing. That's just two good teams playing, and unfortunately one team has to come out the victor. And as good as the game was, it was a hell of a chaotic start to it as well. But that's just how those games go for those those two teams in that, in that rivalry game. But I want to see... Uh, or say, hear what you have to say about that game. <laughs> great, great point. Um, so yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> um, no, the biggest. So a couple things I took away from that. Uh, Dylan Gabriel. Dylan Gabriel. Okay, Dylan Gabriel. I know I said Daniel Gabriel, but I'm at Dylan Gabriel. Uh, Dylan Larkin. Gabriel. Yes. Um, Dylan Larkin Gabriel, uh, he showed me something that I did not know he had in him. Not saying that I, just because I really haven't watched that much OU football with him at helm. Sure. Um, Say, let you clear your throat. Let me clear my throat. Um, The defense and what Venables is doing down there is what stood out to me First and foremost. It looked like the OU of the late 90s, early 2000s. It absolutely did. And I'm not comparing championship teams to it. I'm just saying with the toughness that they played with and how physical they are. Well, those draft picks on defense that you remember seeing, like Roy Williams flying yep. around. and yep. um, Guys like Rocky Kalmus, Teddy, uh, oh, I forget his name, but he, OU fans who I'm talking about. Layman, uh, Teddy Layman, like guys like that, like just back then, a Dusty Dvorak. I mean, it's yeah, though that kind of OU's the defense is back, and it's man, what it's a great sight to see. And they're gonna be able to recruit on the offensive side mm-hmm. of the ball. Yeah. Um. That Ven, like we were all talking about Venables being like, oh. Fuck, he doesn't deserve this. He should just go back to being an overpaid. Uh... Well, I think that's an outsider's perspective, and that's fair. But I mean, a lot of OU fans, saying OU fans, were definitely understandable. Like this is the first year; he's just getting a grasp of a the players that are here, and b his first season as a head coach. So, I mean, I think, like I said, us sane fans would not put the last year's record against. Brett Venables. Maybe outside looking in, I can understand it. Not going to blame anybody for that. But, but man, if I'm, like I, like I said, if I, like, from my, if I'm an OU fan and I'm watching that game, I'm like, holy shit, okay, we got our guy, we got, we're going to be good for the next couple, you know, 10 years or however long it takes for him to go to USC or the right. NFL. Right. Um, but yeah, they they are definitely a team, and they jumped at number five. Now you have a different conversation 
national title aspirations. Looking now, they have their toughest test in the Big 12 out of the way. Yep. They Do they have to play KU? Yep, still got to play KU, which is going to be a good game. And K-State? Uh, yes, also have to play K-State. So two tough games, but I think OU's going to be favored in both of those. Probably. I would. I, it's going to be probably closer in the KU game as far as the you know differential, but maybe maybe both there are going to be close. I don't know. K State's always a tough game for OU as well. So those, are, yeah, really those two teams or two games are going to be probably some of the toughest on their schedule uh, in the remaining part of that schedule. That is, um, but no, I agree. They they have they're in the conversation about possible playoff uh, implications. But you know, obviously, they still have a lot to go. So um, I don't want to get ahead of you know put the ponies before the the wagon here hey you put the shit before the shovel son but man it's 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 a good feeling after uh the last couple seasons when you know i won't mention his name but the t-o-b or sorry the t-b-o-w which stands for the the bitch out west that some fans call lincoln riley but is he Voldemort? Grow up, fan base. Like, well, he keeps mentioning he OU. who must not be named. But that was just right when he left. Get and he, over and, it. And he keep, well, OU fans are over it. Okay. He keeps mentioning OU in his interviews. Is he salty? What the hell's going on? I think he is. That no, like OU's over him. Well, that was gonna happen. Like, I'm sorry, but OU is a stubborn. Uh, they're a as they're a stubborn fan base, but also that's a good thing because they've been a they've been pertinent and relevant to college football for they've never not been relevant to college football. But honestly, like oh, like on the graphs of the fan base and of like people that cover the team, most of, most fans are over Lincoln Riley leaving. They should I, they and should so, be, but like the things he has said and and interviews and like other articles like this season about OU it's just like why like why do you keep talking about it like you want you should let it go like we're over it so at Saturday yeah at 7 30 p.m yeah. under the lights yeah you're gonna be rooting for Notre Dame a little bit oh fuck yeah dude there we go man I can't believe they almost lost to Arizona is it state last week uh, USC they're gonna. They're not gonna make the playoff. I don't think so. They're not gonna make the playoff. If if Alex Grinch is their defensive coordinator, they're not gonna win the playoff. <laughs> We've and, seen that story. <laughs> and as as OU fans keep saying, because USC fans in, are in their mentions, we told you so. And what is gonna happen after Caleb Williams leaves? Caleb Williams is putting a tremendous amount of lipstick on a pretty fucking ugly turd. And he is a good looking lipstick, if you ask me. Oh, he's the best. Like, like he the best college football player in the game. He's right not now. Ulta, he's Sephora. Okay? <laughs> yeah. For like <laughs> he is not Ulta. He's Sephora, okay? but i love it that's a i love it. it's a great analogy but it's really a piece of turd like it's a it's it's a good product don't get me wrong but 
It's on a it's turd. It's a turd. Yeah. 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 No, I, I totally agree. It's like putting rims on a on a ninety two Honda Civic. <laughs> Frog it out, man. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just hear it going down the street. <laughs> Yeah. There's a microphone right there for you. <laughs> if you couldn't see the plant, it's right there. <laughs> Damn it, we bugged her. She didn't want to talk. We'll get them next time. <laughs> but um, no, they. I mean, they, USC can only outscore the problems for so long. But uh, anyway, Notre Dame. Shame their season. To, technically, their oh, it's over. Are yeah, over. we're done. I liked Hardman as their quarterback. He's a gamer, and you know I like Freeman, head coach. But you know it, it's he's still green and he is not green. in the good way right now. Like right. he's he's going to work out, and I think he will get us a national title. He has a good chance, better than Brian Kelly in Louisiana right now. I'm not just man. You want to talk about going the opposite way? <laughs> God, I'm glad they're struggling, and yeah. I think they're going to struggle again this week. <laughs> you know what's funny is that a bunch of people say Coach O wouldn't allow that kind of game to happen. They Hell may they no. may lose, but they're not losing like that. Mm-mm. So wouldn't happen. Give me a cup, go, 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 go Tigers, go Tigers, go Tigers, go. Let's spell G E O W G H O O G E A O U X. Yeah, then there's a W. My squared. But it's it pretty pretty embarrassing for LSU. Analysis the past couple of years. So, anyway, man, I'm sure it makes you happy. It's a damn shame. Anyway, <laughs> it's just tough. Oh well. Next topic. Any uh, other than that, um, as far as uh, football is concerned, I mean, I don't know if there's really a lot of storylines in the NFL to go off of. Excuse me, but besides man. besides the, the Cowboys just throwing an egg in San Francisco, but San Francisco just looks so damn good right now. I'm not upset. Like that's... Well, I know, because you expect that out of your Dallas Cowboys. Oh, well, I know them for who they really are. Like, I know. I know. <laughs> you frauds. I... <laughs> I see through the smoke and mirrors. I like how your note for to the Chiefs says, first person to mention Taylor Swift loses a you candy bar. You fucking lost, man. You that's, still owe me a candy bar. That's why bar. I fucking put it in there, you piece of shit. I only mentioned it because it's in the notes. That's well, that I put it in there because hockey season's upon us, and I owe you a, a wealth of Snickers. So. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I just need to get the, like a big box from Amazon. I know, but um, no, not a lot. I don't see think storylines wise a whole lot to mention about um, the NFL. I'm just trying to think of notable like maybe injuries, but I mean, I, I don't know. What you go ahead and talk about? Like I thought you were going to mention something. You, you uh, like you were going to. Just Aaron Rodgers is uh, mm. still still not playing. <laughs> you know what? And I'm tired of ESPN. Like because I know he's. Yes. He's nacho friends with <laughs> Pat McAfee, but I like quit giving this dude airtime. Like I know it's for the clicks, but ESPN like you're a whore, man. Like <laughs> stop. Yeah. Like quit put like I'm so like you're sitting there ESPN. I'm going to get political again, goddammit. But Here we go again. Why like if you're so against this man, Quit putting him on your platform. But you like, just, just answered stop. your own question. Yeah, like just you answered your own question about why they kind of do it yeah, for clicks. This, this is just ridiculous. Yep. Um, no, but uh, he's hurt. Uh, okay, and um, <laughs> well, the Patriots' offense is hurt. 
like just... god that's fun that's great <laughs> sorry carlos sorry you're on your way to columbia you can't defend yourself or yeah. you'd probably just agree with us anyway no he was there in Col- he's he's in columbia yeah no i meant like to defend his patience. oh yeah so um but no uh you know miami you know still miami the bills losing to the jags over in london things we love to see uh, as a cheese fan, the Jags are great. Yeah, the, the well, Jags are the team. I don't know about great, but they are getting better than how they started. Oh, they're gonna be they're gonna be they a problem. Could, they could be, but they got to continue on their trajectory because they didn't start the season very good. They're gonna be a problem. Sure, uh, but that's just you know, they got to keep going that way. Um, oh, Colts may have lost Richardson for quite a while with his shoulder injury, so that's a big, but that's a notable. They're getting Jonathan Taylor back. Jonathan Taylor can't throw the ball. Gardner Minshew, not a he bad might. quarterback. Don't put it past him. Never know. He might. With that money, he might. But uh, you I know, wish you, he would. You want to know a, a surprise or like a, I guess a surprise would be C.J. Stroud and the Texans. He, I'm glad he's doing well. Me too. Especially um, that franchise who's kind of been lowly for a while. Yeah, and he, I don't know why I didn't think he looked good at Ohio State, but he looks really... Because you don't like Ohio State? Yeah, that's probably why. He <laughs> looks fantastic in those uh, blue and red, uh, not the Scarlet and Solar. Yeah. Yeah, Ohio. The fighting Urban Myers. Yeah. Gross. The fighting... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. Who, Ohio State? Yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into it, but I don't. I don't like Ohio State. That's all. So my buddy's my buddy's wife, uh, Jenny, uh, Will's wife named Jenny. She's an Ohio State grad. Sorry, Jenny. Jenny. But sorry. but people don't like Ohio State. Okay, I'm sorry. But it's well known. It's okay. It's not. Okay. It's fine. We don't like the Buckeyes in this place. It's fine. Shout out Youngstown boys. <laughs> <laughs> Go Penguins. <laughs> Um, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> but yeah, other than that, um, yeah, I'm just trying to think injury on the injury front, like who, if anybody like notable has been really out. I didn't really have to check the waiver wire. So no. Yeah, that's true. I didn't go hunting. I mean, did you, <laughs> that's true. Uh, my team did put up 30 points in fantasy, 130 points up in fantasy without having golf or Etienne in my lineup. So my team is looking pretty decent again. Well, aren't you special? Yeah, I am. I am. Um, I had Jamar Chase. Oh, I, I had Jamar Chase this year. Did you have him last year? Last year? No. But you did good then this week. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Hey, guess what? He is wide open. He really <laughs> he, He's really good. And on his counterpart, Justin Jefferson, is out, I think, four to six weeks. That was the big one. Yeah, yeah. He's in. I have him in my other fantasy league, so that's going to be a tough one. But, um, I mean, they're not doing that great anyway, so you might as well get healthy. No, and, and Andy is absolutely – he was absolutely right about the Vikings being an absolute fraud. I said the same thing. Like, yeah, I agreed yeah, yeah, with yeah. him. But, I mean, they, they won so many games last year off the back of, like, last-minute drives or last-minute plays or weird plays that – yeah, it, it they weren't it didn't show their true colors. So, and now that their true colors are coming out, they're 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 definitely you know black and blue and purple from their beatings beatings that they're getting this year. I thought you said their beans. <laughs> their beans are black and blue. <laughs> well, 
They might be. Yeah. But other than that, I, I mean, other Shout than out. the Broncos being shitty again. God, uh, I love it. Me too. Me too. I, 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 uh, to watch both of them, Sean Payton, like, you know what, Sean Payton, I know I wouldn't have coached with Jerry Jones, so I respect that decision. Yeah. But fuck you for not doing it, man. <laughs> like, Fuck you fuck for you looking for out for yourself. Morals. Yeah, fuck you for having boundaries and having morals. Like, yeah. good on you, but fuck off, man. He could have went to Arizona. Yeah, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, he did that, and yeah. then you. We all know the the sandwich. The sandwich stalker. Oh God, Russell. Russell Westbrook Wilson himself. Broncos country. Let's yeah, hide. <laughs> yeah, you better hide, man. You creeper with you sandwich. But you know who I'm? I like right now, the Detroit Lions. I like that they're, they're doing. Good. I like that they're doing well and that they are um, leading their division. They're good. They have two running backs that are number one running backs, and they just haven't had time to throw Jameer Gibbs into the mix. Yeah, I mean, and if that's the case, then maybe you just trade them for some some. Well, shit, you really can't have too many running backs. I I get it, I get it, but if you can afford it. Especially when you play on turf. Yeah, if you can afford it, though, maybe. But, I mean, mean, you don't don't mess with nothing that's broke, so don't. Yeah. So, no, I I agree. Having that running back uh, crew and then their their just overall offense, offense has been good. Laporta, tight end, has been really good. Jared Goff is showing that he is, you know, still a pretty good quarterback. This has to feel good for Jared Goff. I would think so. This and, has to. And you know what? And it's when he got traded, it wasn't. A, I, I'm sure it was a knock on some sort of level by him. But I'm glad Drew, Andrew Stafford got a Super Bowl win after being in Detroit for as long as he did, and then for playing as well as he could in that city in that organization. I'm glad he was able to get a, a ring, but... Nah, I don't. Okay. Fuck him. <laughs> okay. After the, the thing that Andy said about the girl falling off the stage and him just being like, huh. Like, nah. Was he drunk? Like, it, some people don't react the same way. I don't know. Yeah. Good point. Okay. So, who knows? I still, I wish harm on him. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, he already was harmed last year. <laughs> he was yeah. injured. So. Yeah, he played. He played in Detroit too. Like yeah. that's, I guess, like. Yeah, good on him. You paid your dues, man. Sad. I wish. Like, I wish Megatron could have got a ring. That's. I know. So, tough. Subject. One of the like worst, like that one in Barry. Like those are awful early retirements. Like yeah. those hurt the soul. But I mean, being being in that that being with that franchise, I mean, it's kind of understandable. Yeah, and so to, I mean, to eat Detroit style pizza. I mean, just <laughs> another thing. Like, what are you doing with your life? Yeah. yeah, get it together. Look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself: Is this the person? You just had Detroit style pizza, and the worst thing, yeah, is you're gonna shit all day tomorrow because the grease just swelled up in the middle of the cheese yes and you ate it you didn't it, dab it off you, you ate it like a monster like a monster and now you're shitting yourself <laughs> i mean it could be worse i guess i mean it could be you know something a lot worse but yeah little caesar's pizza and the, 
uh, I don't know. I don't like Little Caesars. Like, I'm sorry. I don't like Little Caesars It's good pizza. if you need a quick pizza. That's about it. But anyway, yeah. Should we just start wrapping up the show? We're talking yeah, about pizza. Yeah, we, I'm hungry, man. Me too. Um, but shall we? I'm not getting pizza on that, no. I might. Uh, <laughs> uh, shall we? Yes. Final thoughts. Final thoughts, man. I'm just glad my Oklahoma Sooners had a, such a great, you know, turn turnaround from last year in that, you know, Red River rivalry game, from 49 to nothing to a 34-30, big time win over a top. Well, at the time, the top three team in the in college football it was just what a what a hell of a fucking game and my brothers my my mom were also at that game so i'm kind of jealous but i'm glad for my mom's first game for that game to be there i'm glad she had a good game to go they've to. been to two wild ones back to back well i i went to the one in 2021 well the comeback one but they went to notre dame ohio state didn't that, they yes not? you you're correct if you're talking about yeah. games a season yes you're yeah correct. yeah 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 so, no, that's really cool. Get and on Diane, man. I know. She's getting out there. So, good for her. And I'm just excited for hockey season. Let's get her going. Pitter-patter. We're here. We're <laughs> um, It is hockey season. Yes. I am so excited. Like, it's, like, I see Mango walking every morning, and, like, he's got his little hoodie on. Yeah. Like, yes. Yes. It's it's that time. It's that season. Love to see it. Um, yeah, I'm a ha- I'm a, I'm super excited. Just to, like I'm, it's just the, it's the best time of year aside from spring. Like this, is, like I am so excited just to watch sports. WSU basketball coming on in a month too. That's a little bit away. Right. Um, but yeah, that's I'm here for it. I'm ready for Connor the Connor Bedard show. We are here. Um, I'm here for it. Um, baby Javier, do you have any final thoughts? <laughs> okay. <laughs> On that note. On that. <laughs> Askasters, thanks for tuning in. Um, we know we went hockey heavy on that one, but with the beginning of the season, it's kind of hard not to, so... Thank you for tuning in, and uh, keep up the listenership, and please tell your, your friends, your mothers, your dads, and your step-parents, who else... Uh, peace and love, but especially to our friends who, uh, listened to their first, uh, Ask Cast in Columbus, yeah. Ohio. Ooh, speaking of Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna hate this one. Uh, so, uh, Buckeye Nation, listen in, we're out. Let's go!